Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 127. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? It's going pretty well. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Excited um, nice. to be Good. back with another As Always podcast, as always. so I am also, it's, yeah. It's a beautiful time, and there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about, and, um, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. This is the first podcast that's just been you and me of the As Always podcast in a long while. Um, yeah, you had some time off, and then you came back, and we had a lot of guests, and we'll, uh, we'll discuss the last episode. Um, I'm sure when we uh, get into the Ubisoft discussion later on with the UB Forward event and everything like that. But uh, other yes. than that, like I'm excited to just talk to you and be silly geese because ultimately, like the only podcast you've listened to of us is the last yeah. episode podcast. Usually, we're a fucking couple of idiots, just a couple yeah. silly geese doing silly shit, um, making each other laugh. Um, I've just worked six days straight and I got tomorrow off so I've got a beer mm-hmm. in my hand right now uh, and I feel good I feel good that's good mm. mm-hmm. that's uh, but not as good as you'd feel if you're a producer on that's true patreon.com forward slash as always if you were an as always entertainment producer that's a good feeling now I may be the owner yeah, but right. I reckon being a producer is even better feeling than that um, yeah I think so so sh- shout out to our producers that make this show happen that is Real Cinnamon Hawkins, a.k.a. H-12, Josh Devlier, Damien Olbrick, Avery Dobbs, Red 13 is... Hang on, they've changed the fucking patron list. Oh, I know what it Red is. Red 13 it's... is livid over the fourth ward. <laughs> Adam Sundling, Cat94, Nick, the Gaming Prick, and Ballsack47. Now, the yeah. way I've discovered these names is because Patreon has totally fucked the list. And the, what I mean by that is they've taken away the Patreon manager where all your names are on a list... And now they're all cut off. Um, yeah. How come you didn't so read the to top hover name? Over your name? Oh, my God. I scrolled down. King Richard III, of oh, course. I was going to say. I was like, was for there a reason, reason for that? I, no, for some reason, I scrolled down. Okay. Uh, King Richard III, of Makes course. Sense. Shout out to uh, one of our other producers, a long-time producer, King Richard III. Yeah, he should now, be at the something... top, really, because his pledge is massive compared to everybody else. But that's... Yeah, it's true. I, that's why we're saying his name again. King Richard III, shout out to you. Yeah. Um, now, we're doing something a bit different with our reward system is our producers get read at the beginning of the podcast and because the list is getting mm. ah, so long and, and it really is getting us so along mm. um, that we're gonna have to change it a bit in the sense of it gets read at the end because it's the credits and it's a cre- $5 tier credit get the credit yeah. so you're in the credits of the show of every single podcast so if you're here just for the silly list go to the end if this is why you come to the show <laughs> I mean that's why I'm here it's at, that, so. it's at the end and, and we'll alternate depending on the podcast we have Cinema Room as always podcast we have the Clubhouse podcast we'll alternate who reads the list but oh, yeah, because true, the way all your point. names are cut off we're a bit scared and it's going to take us even longer and that's yeah, an issue yeah. um, because I mean, it's already podcast, five minutes it was, it was a fucking it was, nightmare it was actually the was, worst was, thing I've ever podcast, done it was five minutes um, and now it's probably going to be 10 minutes because if your name's more than two words long, I'm going to have to hover over your name. Yeah. And just so it slowly after a bit shows me the full name. You yeah, tried to download the this. list it's... and then order it on a spreadsheet and everything. It was fucking nightmare. It's, it's such <laughs> it an issue. So and bad. this needs to be fucking sorted. We can, and I'm going to be sending emails like... to Patreon. You better fucking believe it. I'm going to be sending emails yeah, to Yeah, I'm not having this. Way. We need to I'm sort not having this, this out. Either. We've got to get Luma I mean, to fix it for us. I don't like it. Yeah, Luma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Luke works Patreon, so he's going to have um, to fix it personally himself. No, I'm going to be emailing Patreon in the morning because this is an issue, and they need my feedback. Um, mm-hmm. From, as always, Entertainment, one of the it's biggest gaming Patreon. patron pages in the world. I don't know if that's, that's true. true. That's a made-up fact. It might be. I don't know. It's definitely true. I'm going to go with it's true. 
Mm. Um, yeah, we can probably see about 12 characters per name. So, you know, if your name is longer than issue. a standard name, we can't read. <laughs> so if it's like a tongue twister, that's an issue. Yeah. And those are some of my favorites. So it's an issue and we're going to, you know, contact Patreon and see what happens. But um, it's a real issue. Yeah, why would we fucking issue. do this? And also, they've, 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 like, we used to be able to read every single name on one single page. You just keep scrolling down. Now it's split pages. into five pages, and you've got to like reload issue. another page. It's a fucking so bad. Issue. It's so fucking it's so, bad. It is such an issue. It's such an issue. Uh, but with that out of the way, uh, we can get into uh, being silly geese again, James. Oh, and that's yes. uh, that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, you've been doing some serious gaming, and I want to talk to you about the serious gaming you've been doing. Uh, you have been doing some serious gaming. I have, actually. First thing is, you have been... Dude, you've been doing some serious gaming. I've been doing absolutely no gaming. Um, really at all. Um, that's honestly... I've been, that's, actually, I'm livid about I've, that. I've been looking for some games. Like, every other day, like, I get home late from work. I've been doing, like, 12-hour days, man. Six days straight. I'm fucking mm-hmm. exhausted. And I'm, But that's I want to play something just for some downtime, and I can't find anything. I keep jumping mm-hmm. between these games. I played, like, half an hour of UFC, and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. you, you know, shout out to UFC 4. That's coming out in August. Um, that's some gaming. Um... And yeah. and I'm like I'll jump on, I think I jumped on like, Fable Two for five minutes, and I was like I, I can't <laughs> commit to this. Like I want something that's I can just do nothing, not care at all. I played Skyrim for an hour. Like this is just it's wow. a fucking issue, man. Wow. But and the yeah. reason I haven't I've, I've I was gonna go out my way and like buy something new, but I'm like Ghost of Shima comes out in a week. I can't commit to anything, and that's my yeah. real issue right now with the game yeah. is that Ghost of Shima comes out this week, and I can't commit to any other gaming. Mm. And that's that makes the truth. sense, and that's the real truth about it all. To be honest, yeah, it's the but burden of a gamer, really. It is the burden of a gamer yeah. because how do you co- you can't commit to one yeah. mistress? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chris Mal knows all about that. <laughs> oh, dude, don't! No, man, it's too early to make jokes about it. I'm sorry. Is it though? Humor is <clears throat> the best medicine, right, guys? No, yeah, I say I'm uh, sorry, but you know, fuck. I'm just making fun fuck of a. It. Fun of a prick, so <laughs> you're making fun of a piece of shit, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We're okay that with we're okay with that. That's why I make fun of each other because we're both um, ultimately horrible people, but better than Ashraf, I would say. I yeah. would argue that we're both better. I hope than so. Dude, <laughs> <Just> same. <laughs> it's a real issue. It's been a while since I've had any alcohol on one of these podcasts. This it feels like we're mm-hmm. back in like 2016. Ah, oh, I love those days. I miss them. Lots of people have been rewatching. Kill Connor Club going back and it became a trend I've noticed. Um, yeah, it has Discord actually. saying it, which is interesting. But a lot of people are having a good time uh, revisiting them because a lot of people obviously have never listened to them because they're all yeah. so relatively new. So it's fun hearing people talk about like, oh, they've just heard like one of these like the fucking bird calendar story or something, or <laughs> Dude, whatever so else wild, we were fucking man. talking. The bird about. calendar story that lady. I was gonna eat the lolly mm-hmm. she gave me <laughs> yeah, on the fucking on show, the podcast. We <laughs> And I smelled them. They smelled like Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so just fucking some lady, stupid. Just some lady. This is when I lived in Mel- in Melbourne. And just some lady, um, when I was at like the tram stop or something, just had a mm. big black duffel bag. <laughs> and she just had lollies that were unlike marketed wrapped. Like, so they're wrapped in just clear plastic. No like branding oh on them whatsoever. God. And... Bird calendars. Twenty fifteen <laughs> bird calendars or twenty sixteen bird calendars. Oh my god, that's amazing. So ridiculous. It's so weird. There's a was... picture of you holding the lollies somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. That's a good podcast. We used to just like 
do that. It was just really stupid, dumb shit where there wasn't really much of a structure. It was like, we'll probably talk about Assassin's Creed Empire at some point, but other than that, yeah. um, we'll just sort of go off on one. Um, and a well, lot of people are enjoying that. We're talking about Syndicate or something in a lot of yeah, We're talking about well. Syndicate DLC for three podcasts in a row or something, you know? I can't believe that, like, we used to be an Assassin's Creed podcast with Tyler's Tales. Like, that's what it was. That was, the, <laughs> that was the podcast. That's what it An was. Assassin's Creed topic every single episode. Um, Dude. That's that crazy funny? that we managed that. I don't know how we did it, to be honest. But, uh... Yeah. And, like, you good know... Times. I'd, I'd never even met you in person. That's, That you know, is crazy. Although I hadn't for years. <laughs> like, it took yeah. five years almost. That's true. Even when Odyssey almost. came out. Um, yeah. It's weird to think before that, though. Now that it's happened, yeah. Like there's a time I hadn't been to England and hadn't met the four pillars in person. And we hadn't, hadn't we hadn't been either. to the bitter stones. <laughs> think about pre bitter stones. I feel like that's meme. the moment. Like, yeah. um, it's like, um, PBS pre bit of stones, and then <laughs> a- ABS after yeah. bit of stones. Like that's like yeah. a timeline of our lives. Um, yeah. Because after the bit of stones, that no one understands the reference we're making, and um, it's so stupid because it's a meme that everyone like, everyone thinks they get the meme, but I don't dude, think you, anyone you actually get gets Ashraf the meme. to put it in the game. <laughs> I did, and then he was done for sexual abuse and assault and harassment or whatever. It, 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 was. was, it wasn't sexual assault. Yeah, okay, Let's he didn't assault anybody. He assaulted their emotions. Um, Let's be very fucking clear. Uh, yep, fair. Um, a, a, a manipulation and being a scumbag piece of shit yeah. but not a sexual assault a, no, and again no. allegedly because yeah. we no, might that was Andy um, no yeah that but, was Andy that yeah. was Andy um, but you know I mean Ash kind of did put the bit of stones in the game because there is a whole mini game like we saw at Ubisoft Forward with a, with you where you're building stone towers and, that has nothing um, to do, though, with you asking him to do the business. No, it doesn't have anything to do, to do with, with it. it. it but we're going to pretend it does. We're gonna I love it, does, it even nonetheless. It literally yeah. nothing to do with that. Maybe they'll, maybe one of them will be called the Bit of Stones. Or maybe someone will call it the Bit of Stones in passing. Like like a location would be the Bit of Stones. Yeah, like I a, would You know, like as that. the locations in the in the top, I'm putting it in the top of my screen here, you know, in the top like corner of your yeah. HUD, it has like your locations and shit of like the town you're in or area you're in. And it would just say Does that particular that? stone little block or whatever is called the bit of stones. The bit of stones, yeah. That's what I wanted him to do. Yeah, but it doesn't um, matter now because it doesn't matter. And instead no. he took that as I'm going to cheat on my wife. Yeah, um, he did take it that way. When you asked him... That's, that's not what I meant, so I don't know like quite where he got that from, to be honest with oh, you. But, God damn it. Um, uh, silly yeah. geese, guys. Silly geese. Um, you know... <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I don't know how the fuck you manage that. Um, so what, what the fuck were we talking about before we I was talking about, about how all Creed? the gaming you've fucking been doing, mate. All the oh, gaming yes, you've been gaming. doing. So I've been doing you've a bit. played two games I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. One of them, the first, we'll start with the smaller one. Kingdom okay. Hearts Dark Road. Oh, you yes, went into Dark the Road. mobile app game of Kingdom Hearts. I did, yeah. To so the Union Cross um, spin-off game Dark Road with Xehanort. Yeah. I did Tell do me that. about it. What um, the fuck happened? Where's the story? Because well, I imagine it's more story than Kingdom Hearts 3 had <coughs> in it. That's what I'm imagining in my head. More, it's more story than Kingdom Hearts 3 had. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what Nomura does. He likes to put all of the stories inside games. So uh, that makes sense to assume that. Um, yeah. I decided to play it because uh, Jas spoke highly of it and said that it was really cool story-wise. I haven't played like all of Chapter 1 because all that's out now is Chapter 1, which I think is about two hours of content. Um, but I haven't played through all of it 
because I've just played sort of the opening and then I stopped and forgot. Uh, Did you have to play Union stuff. Cross or anything at all uh, to kind no, of play no. Dark Road, or it's, you can just jump straight? Well, it's Dark Road? it is it's the Union Cross app um, is Dark Road, but it's and like it split like, into two. So you're on the main menu and you can choose Union Cross or you can choose Dark Road. It's like you're playing um, like one of the remixes and you can pick what Kingdom Hearts game you to play. Yeah, it's the Cross yeah. remix, um, but it's it's uh, it's interesting. Um, for, to, like right at the start, it explains like. Uh, because one of the biggest like timeline inconsistencies I had was that in BBS, I think it's BBS, it's like established that there was someone else that left Destiny Islands before like Sora, Riku, and Kairi did all that stuff, and that was Xehanort, and he like lived on the Destiny Islands, and he got out and left, and because he was contacted by Ansem Seeker of Darkness when he travelled back in time in the robe and everything, actually that might have been Dreamed of Distance, regardless, that was established. Yeah, was Dreamed of Distance, you saw and then, sure. And then KH3 goes, oh, young Xehanort lived with Ericus in Scala, and so i was yeah. like well where does that happen because he also looked older in the dream drop distance flashback where you see him on destiny islands so the get like the opening basically just explains it um it's, it's obviously a retcon, retcon um yeah. but it just explains that he lived on destiny islands he was contacted by Ansem seeker of darkness who opened a portal and that's how he got off of the island um and that took him to scala and that that then started off his journey to become a keyblade master basically so like Anstrom seeker of darkness put forward like xehanort's sort of path in front of him so he could you know um continue on forwards and obviously at some point he must obviously meet up with uh, uh the master of masters like we see him uh, remind and stuff like that but um you know so far it's interesting i really like seeing you know scala and what that was all about when it was sort of at the height of its sort of you know i guess power like what they were doing how they were like trying to have a school for keyblade wielders even after the keyblade war so like re-establish things and obviously that leads into then i guess uh land of departure that we see in bbs and everything and that school so it's cool to see um that but so far i haven't played enough to like have i mean there's not a lot going on um yeah i might get uh, the combat's sort of like uh pretty basic you just sort of swipe up on different you basically it's sort of like it's almost it's sort of like recom but like not really say, it looks like, sort of like chamber um, memories because it's a card deck system yeah. yeah basically you have a deck full of full of stuff in that sense but like obviously you don't have all the like moving around like you just swipe up on the cards to get the Is best it, combo I d- I and then do wanna, damage i just want to point this out to you james um, i just want to point this out to you very very quickly sorry to interrupt you yes but the the in 2019 we got kingdom hearts 3 mm-hmm. we did the that end to thing. an era an amazing game Remind came from that as well. Just incredible, incredible, mm. incredible, incredible. We're talking about now. Namora's going to focus on. He's just going to jump straight into that that next game, whether it's Kingdom Hearts Four or, or a side game. But it's going to be like Kingdom Hearts Three. You know what I mean? Mm. On PS Five, whatever. So far, since then, we've gotten a Xehanort mobile app story, yeah. and and a music rhyme game. I love game. it so much. And that's what's <laughs> happening in twenty twenty. And that's what's happening in twenty twenty. We've got a Kingdom I really Hearts. Love it. <coughs> Mel- memory, melody, mel- melody of memory, melody of like memory, the- yeah. melody, of, me- melody yeah. of memory, and the <laughs> fact is, I am so excited about that. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm very, very, very excited about it. But also, oh. fuck you, Nomura. It's classic Kingdom Hearts, is what it is, and I love Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. It is classic um, Kingdom Hearts. It's any great, other fr- but- any other franchise that did this, cancel it. You know what I yeah. mean? Just cancel it. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts does it. We're like, dude, I can't wait for this music game i can't to wait to in. play guitar hero fucking to uh, don't think twice it's gonna be epic oh i can't God. wait um and then get really important cutscenes in between as well <laughs> for the story <laughs> of kingdom hearts 
Um, but yeah, oh, I mean, obviously it's and a different K3 team. And so out, yeah? The K3 soundtrack is coming out, yeah. Which Ooh, I didn't know it wasn't so. out, but... Oh yeah, uh, I did. They, n- they never I come guess. out, man. I'm pretty sure there's yeah, no true. Kingdom Hearts 1 yeah. or 2 soundtrack. No, yeah. there's not. There's not. Um, they don't do that usually. The guy that does the music's a fucking dick. Yeah. He's like, um, no, you can't make that for free download. That's... No. <laughs> the, the music producer... Dude, the music was part of the reason guy. they couldn't... They couldn't get the collections on PS4 for so long, man. Because the music... Really? The guy that did the music like, you're not... No, you're not putting a game out that can be downloaded. Really? really? Hard disc copy. Who did, yeah, who, something fucking Who's in weird. charge of the music? There was something about the music that was the reason that it took them so long to get like 1.5 and 2.5 on the PS4. Was it the... Was it like um, Utada's songs like simple yeah. and clean and sanctuary no or no it... I, no no it was like the guy that does like the real like proper music oh that's a that's a woman but yeah Yoko sorry Shimamura. sorry i think that's my bad is how you pronounce her name i have no um, idea who does it i've never i've never looked at the name or who it was she's a fucking wizard well she, i was about to say she's a straight music. wizard um and that's a great yeah, describing word incredible. for her Big, um the music is incredible she's a sorcerer um <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts. I don't know why that's so funny. Um, that's Kingdom Hearts. Final yes. Fantasy VII. I've seen you talking oh. about this. Final Fantasy Final VII. Fantasy VII. Now, I, I don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII. I haven't played a second of Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VII. Tell me, do I need to play Final Fantasy VII? Oh, definitely. If I was to describe Final Fantasy VII in two words, I think it. I think in a way that that you will understand and that everyone else would understand is probably fucking Nomura. It is outstanding. I it's it goes from the game opens and like it's already like it sets the stage and it's incredible quality and you've got this brilliant CGI intro and everything. And it starts off and like the the gameplay is engaging, the characters are cool and like it's a fun game and it slowly builds and it plants these seeds throughout the game of like mystery with various different plot points. And then it slowly builds and builds and builds. And by the end, like, it's just an insane, like, journey. It's crazy. And I, I think it's something you really like, um, especially right. considering you love, you know, Kingdom Hearts and that whole storyline. This is, like, like mature Kingdom Hearts um, with that mm, same I don't know if I vibe. like that. I don't know if I like um, that. Mature Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, well, something I don't... mature I'm, about me. But, uh, but it's, like, it's just like this it's got the same vibes and the same tone but like and it's also got the same like writing where it just fucks with you all the time like you're always like there's always questions you're asking and like it throws more stuff at you and it does these big reveals and like these big payoffs and everything it's just ah it's just it was so much fun playing through it i just think it's great and also the gameplay is so much fun once you get to grips with it like it's it's part like real-time combat and everything part sort of it's got that turn based but it's not it's not turn based it's like a command system where you you like the the game will pause you go into the menu you can select what spells you want to use on which enemy you switch out to different characters and use their abilities and like you use it all together and like fighting bosses they're some of the best bosses i've ever fought um and it's Shit. it's 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 actually just fucking insane how good it is i wasn't expecting it to be so good like i, th- I knew i'd enjoy it because it's you know it's no more it's final fantasy it's that sort of game i knew i'd enjoy it but I enjoyed it so much more than I thought I would. Um, and it just... It's its its so weird, like, looking back at the start of the game, like, the first, I don't know, seven chapters or something, are completely different from the end of the game. Like, it takes you on this huge journey for the characters and for the narrative that just goes to so many different places. And by the end of the game, it's, like, an entirely different thing. Um, and I think that's how you know you've got something really strong when this game takes you from, 
you know a to b to c and by the end point you just look back and you're like wow that was fucking huge is um, that like kingdom hearts one is when i feel that yeah sort when, of like when you, when you when imagine first time you play kingdom hearts and you're like <coughs> wow what is this it's so weird you're on an island then you go to Travis mm-hmm. town and you're like oh this is really weird and then you start going to disney world you're like whoa this is crazy by the time you're at like neverland you're like holy shit what a journey i've been through with all these worlds and then you go to hollow bastion you're like holy shit this has took a dark mm. turn and then you go to the end world and you're like what the fuck is happening yeah yeah and you look back like at everything that, yeah and it like sets up such like a cliffhanger tone. as well like right. by the end of kh1 you've got this cliffhanger of like what comes next um and when you look back at everything you're like holy shit i can't even like imagine being just on destiny islands going around collecting fucking fish or whatever you're doing coconuts like yeah yeah, all that bullshit but like it takes you on this journey and final fantasy 7 does a very similar thing um and it's just insane like the stakes and like the the set pieces just get like higher and higher and higher obviously the production quality of it is fucking huge you get these incredible cgi scenes and even like the normal in-game cutscenes look fucking gorgeous um and the boss battles are they're not just engaging and fun but they're also so cinematic too um it's i don't know how they i don't know how they're going to outdo themselves or or reach this quality again with the second part of the remake like it's it's that good it's they've almost made it too hard for themselves Bro, to do I'm to do better this right now you fuck um, you fucking it's in, so good it's crazy and there's like things in it that are, like there's some moments like the beginning of chapter 8 is so kingdom hearts esque um right. with like the music and everything and like just these character moments it just you get these really wholesome moments and stuff and like the character building oh my god it's so good i just want to play it again but it's such a long big game that i'm like i don't like i don't know if i have time to play it again it took me i think it took me about 30 hours something like that um but uh yeah it's i couldn't recommend it more to everybody oh, shit, i've just it's got uncharted 4 on huge. being played right now why I'm jumping around to, i've just been ju- i told oh, you i was jumping around you're to just playing games. random games i played like 45 <laughs> minutes i tried to start the last of us again i'm like no nah, i can't commit to doing this like the first game wow but to be fair, playing that first game has inspired um, the next um, cover, what Dave and I are filming tomorrow. Mm. Playing the first hour of The Last of Us 1. Um, we're doing... We've do- Total okay. change subject, just to promote my own fucking shit. Um, yeah. my, one of my um, best mates, David. David Jerome, his YouTube channel, check it out. We did a Last of Us Part 2 Future Days cover and we tried to recreate shot for shot to the way The Last of Us 2 um, does it, it's on like 13,000 views. And it's his fifth video mm-hmm. he's ever done on his channel. Yeah, it's crazy. It is over 10 times his, by like most viewed video. It, it's crazy. I'm so proud of it. We did like work really hard on this one. But we're going to do the a Take On Me cover that Ellie sings in The Last of Us Part 2. But mm-hmm. I've come up with a bit of a storyline for... Like I don't, I don't want to do any... Dave and I are going to do these first four videos are just covers like one shot he sings he's the talent right but i've like we're stepping up our game we're you know using my talents as well as you know in filmmaking and what i fucking have a degree in and we're actually using that shit and mm-hmm. every time we do any cover whether it's and one of his originals that soon we're gonna we're planning in a, one of his originals um, one of his deck of cards you know you know um mm-hmm. that i've shown you a cl- glimpse of that song um, yeah. like a year ago I showed you a glimpse of that song um, mm-hmm. and we're doing there's like a there's another male one maybe um, in one, my my favourite in fact 
and then this Take On Me cover. And I want everything to have, like, a, like it be almost a music video as there's a story to it all. It's not simply just the cover. There's more story surrounding it visually. Because um, I want it to be a different music channel. I don't want it to be just... Because he's one of the most talented people I know, but there's so much competition out there. How do you get yourself noticed? You've got to be different. His differences will be... Mm-hmm. It's going to be he and I together. The filmmaking aspect and the singer-songwriter aspect to it combining. You know, And mm-hmm. hopefully that's going to do something. I mean, we've only done it one time and it's had a big, big impact. Um, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. And the storyline kind of got inspired a bit from the start of The Last of Us Part 1. So anyway, you'll see okay. this weekend when it comes out. Anyway that's so off track um final fantasy 7 final fantasy 7 yeah don't <laughs> yeah, i don't sound like that first of all um, yeah you know what i noticed i was listening to i was watching um one of our community members and youtuber walshy mm-hmm. and i'm like he yes, sounds walshy. like you first of all doing an impression what of that's what he sounds like he sounds like you. Well, he's got like a northern accent, doesn't he? I know, I know, but the way he pronounces words and he extends, it's like it's he extends Amy. out words, and it's like when you're doing your impression of me. That's what it sounds like. Does he really? Hang on, I'm gonna go listen. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, he, he, the shout out to Walshy. Find what newest video. Oh, I've got. I'm getting a raid Shadow Legends ad. <laughs> They're not sponsoring this podcast. Um, <laughs> There we go. Walsh. What am I doing the PlayStation? Oh, yeah, I'm actually trying to download Final Fantasy VII. We got our first official gameplay demo of AC Valhalla on it. Dude, it sounds just <laughs> man. It fucking sounds yeah, it like. Yeah, kind of does. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, it fucking does. Thank you, that's your app's out for letting me use your gameplay. That's that's how what, he sounds. Yeah, um, and that's and that's why I also think that it's actually you. Doing your videos you wish you could do. It's you doing the videos you wish you could do, but you can't anymore. That's could you imagine if Walsh is me? I can imagine. I'm pretty sure it is you. I'm nah, like, we've seen his face. We've sure. seen I his face. I could just okay. be. I he could just like I could just be hiring a guy to lip sync to yeah, my voice. Yeah. There's apps for that yeah, shit. That's man. true. I don't believe. Yeah, that. I'm, I just really wanted to start the Eagles Call podcast with Joe, aka Founder Scarab. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Dude, and, and the fact that Joe is also... Dude, this is crazy. First of all, Walshy sounds like you and you doing your impression of me. <laughs> yeah. And then Joe looks like you looks and I like got morphed into one person. This is fucking weird, bro. This is all I'm saying. Shout out to that's those guys. Crazy. I love those two. Yeah. Holy fuck, that's so funny. Yeah. Walshy and Founded Scarab, the new AC YouTubers on the block. I don't think Founded I'm Scarab is sure... actually an AC YouTuber. I just said no. that. I'm sure one day they'll come on this podcast. Because... because oh, yeah. That'd be a good fun. It's inevitable. Um, it is inevitable. And they and they came up through the four pillars, and that's what I really matters that's to me. That's true. Because fuck yeah. everyone who isn't us. Um, exactly. Yeah. Why why can't I find Final Fantasy Seven? God damn. Are you spelling it right? No, I'm not even searching for it. I just like cheating and going through like what I, I oh like right the, I see new I games. See. Dude, Star Wars Racers on Star Wars Racer. They've re-released. It's one of my favorite oh, games of yeah. all time. Oh yeah. I remember they haven't remastered or anything. Like it's literally just no, Star Wars. No, it's the racing. same game. Yeah, I think it's I'm like okay upscaled though, isn't it? Like 4K yeah. and 1080p. Iron and Man VR came out. Ugh. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. Don't care. No, of course not. Dude, isn't it crazy how many games come out every day? Like when you go, on the, <laughs> I'm like, it takes. Like, I've gone through yeah. 40 games just to get to the Last of Us Part Two on the new games list. It's like That's how crazy. many fucking games come out? Yeah, what if the games are coming out this year? I feel like there's got to be something else coming out um, 
before like the end of the year because we're getting like uh what's that one uh cyber uh, not cyberpunk fucking the other one uh samurai game ghosts of tsushima <clears throat> in like a couple days or whatever yeah and then like what else comes out for the rest of the year until like i don't know fucking assassin's creed well cyberpunk well when cyberpunk's been delayed again hasn't it uh, comes out uh, comes out two days after Assassin's Creed. Two days so, after Assassin's Creed. Yeah, they come out within two days of each other, which is pretty fucking insane. Um, Ubisoft are gonna get fucking destroyed. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll, I'm gonna get Valhalla for free because I will. Uh, based, I'm just yeah. basing that off history, right? Like, for, I'm just saying yeah. that. Now, Cyberpunk has but I'm, just, I'm gonna be that guy zero hype for it at all nothing i've seen of it Why? makes me excited at all i've seen why i've watched i've watched them nothing about it excites me i don't oh, i don't it like it's really good it does it though does it look yeah. really uh yeah does it look really i watched uh? the when after the most recent event they showed the, uh, a I'm bunch of youtubers put that, out some gameplay other than star wars i don't really like futuristic shit yeah, see, that's the the same thing for me. Is I'm not a huge cyberpunk person, and that's why even if this game is like super super good, I don't think it's going to beat out The Witcher for me purely because yeah, medieval fantasy, fantasy is my shit. Yeah, so exactly, um, there's that. But I was watching some game because I said this on Discord. I was like, you know what? I don't even. I'm not even that excited for cyberpunk. But Amir linked me this video, and I watched it, and it got me right back into it. It's just how fucking like immersive and detailed the world is, and I'm like, this is exactly the kind of thing I want. Especially because the footage showed someone driving through the city while it was raining. And then, like, just oh, getting out of their car and, like, going into this, like, like uh, going into, like, this bar to go and get a quest. And it was like, this is fucking immersive. This is cool. I love rain. I like the you night. You love rain. And stuff. And I was like, this is, I'm sold. I'm so excited now just to do that, to be honest with you. Um, uh, but, you know. I don't know. have enough space on the PlayStation. Cool. But I uninstall something like. What uh, do I never play again? Uncharted. I ha- yeah, no, I'll tell you what, I'll definitely uninstall. No Man's Sky is still on here. Oh my god, what the fuck? I didn't even know you had No Man's Sky. Yeah, when it came out, I played it. Oh, didn't we talk about it a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. In between bird calendar stories. <laughs> um, uh, we talked really highly of No Man's Sky. Like, we are both like, this is fucking incredible. What a fucking amazing well, game. Well, I mean, I think the first time <clears> you fly <throat> off a planet and you're like, holy shit, this is so big, I can't believe it. And within the first, yeah. like, two hours of playing it, you're wowed by what it does. And then mm. you realise you've played the whole game in the first two hours. Yeah, the novelty wears off and you're like, oh, this sucks now. Um, I mean, it's been updated a lot and a lot of people are, like, huge fans of it now because it's got lots of stuff in it. Um, but... It's I don't care enough to bother going back to whatever. Yeah. Oh, Avengers comes out uh, September first. That's true. I don't care about that. I don't know why I said that with such enthusiasm. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, you did seem very excited when you said that. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll... I don't care. Yeah, you don't. It care, looks like I'll tell you. Would fucking you say that? shit. I would say that. Um, it it looks really shit to be honest with you. I'm I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm probably going to play it. I'll, I'll, I'll probably that's play strange. it. That's almost Probably. as bad as Brett playing Watch Dogs Legion. Is it? It's, now, the, here's the thing. It's close. No, nah, we're not even going to get into Watch Dogs Legion. We're not even going to get into Watch Dogs Legion. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We will, but not yet. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. What What videos are you working on at the moment? What videos what's, am I working on? Yeah, um, what's, the, well, what's, gonna, the pro, what's the next project uh, that'll end your life? Yeah, I don't really have a project in the works right now. I'm going to make a Valhalla video today and talk about that. Um... Probably a quick quad topic at some point. 
I'm gonna make a video on yeah, well yeah, it'll be already it'll already be out by the time this podcast out. But um uh I am gonna obviously make a video on Ghost when that comes out. Um but my next I guess my next big project is probably my uh Hearts of Stone retrospective. Which won't be out until October, oh, yeah. but like that's probably my next thing. How, how far are you into it? What do you mean? Like, have you done any of it, or are you like starting from no, scratch I've, again? No, I've not. I've not done any of it. Um, okay. I think the only thing I've done is accidentally trigger the first quest uh, uh, while while I was playing through The Witcher Three originally. But uh, uh, honestly, I don't even want to play The Witcher again. Honestly, the thought of it makes me sick. Um, well, why? 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 <laughs> why have to not do, it. do? You don't have to. Man. Why I would do, you have I to said do I'd the do DLC? It. I, I don't I think would. that's a thing, bro. Yeah. Well, I still want to do it. I think when I get into it, I'll, I'll I'll like it. I just the thought of it is like, oh, it's such a big project. But like, this is such a smaller thing to do, and like, I don't have to do like a huge like high budget intro or anything like that. I'm not so you don't think that. you'll do any other video uh, like big project videos between now and then? I don't have anything planned really um i mean you've already done a fable one would you do a halo thing before halo infinite because you seem pretty uh, like halo. yeah i i i thought about it but what i'm going to do instead is i'm just going to do a stream series i don't i want to play through them all again on stream um just yeah, do like a road to halo infinite but at the same time i, I don't just want to play like the main games i want to do like uh halo wars as well because i've never played them and also the have you never played called? halo wars I've never played Halo Wars, no. Holy I, I, shit, well, dude, maybe I've I love, played it, but I, I love Halo never Wars finished one. them um, so much. But I'm gonna so play. Much. I'm gonna like start with one, and then well, start with Halo Wars one because I want to play them chronologically, and are, then I'll an finish with Halo Wars two. No, I like RTS games. They're, they're, I don't. I'm Did not play, like a. Were you an Age of Empires person? Like you played. I've never two? like. I've never like actually properly played one, dude. but I do like them a lot. Dude, um, dude. So, so I've told you once. It's probably one of the wildest gaming stories of all time. I think in history that most people don't, around the world don't know. But like, what happened in Australia with Age of Empires One? Right. What I've told that? this before on the podcast. So Age of Empires One okay. was given away in a Kellogg's branded cereal right. in the in nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Mm-hmm. In that time. Like, I don't know what other cereals other countries have, but in Australia, there's, I think, I think it was either in Cornflakes or Nutrigrain. Right. You get a box of Nutrigrain. In there is the disc for Age of Empires 1. So, so every kid in Australia had Age of Empires 1. And what that <laughs> did was it made every Australian kid you talk to that's my age, like early 20s, or mid-20s, I should say. Early 20s probably were too, were too young to play it. But mm-hmm. mid-20s to 30 will tell you they loved, they're obsessed with Age of Empires. Because That's they really all played weird. it. Anyone between the age of 25 to 30 is obsessed with Age of Empires and loved it as a kid. Because they played it because they bought Neutral Ground and played Age of Empires. That's so crazy. I'm telling you, man. It was a movement. That's and I realised that it only happened in Australia, I think. Hang on. Age? Well, I don't remember I've got to Google this. So, you know... It's really interesting, though. Dude, that's such, it's such a weird story. Um, it is really fucking strange. <laughs> like, it what was a cereal box toy to promotion, man. 2002. 2002, because the game came out in 99. But in 2002, before the second game came out, Kellogg's did a toy brand promotion, product promotion, and it was a disc for Age of Empires 1. That's so fucking strange. 
So I mean, it's probably good marketing, though. Genius. Genius. Yeah, if you're willing it's, to give away a game for free to you know millions of people, then I guess it's good marketing. But if I mean, I mean, how many of those people do you think bought Age of Empires two? Did you buy Age of Empires two? Uh, I did. Oh, okay, then it kind of worked, I guess. Now here's the thing: um, it, they did it in Australia and New Zealand, is where I'm getting this from. But I think it's because Kel- Kellogg's an international brand. Yeah, Kellogg's they are. Yeah. Well, it was a Kellogg's brand deal. <clears throat> right. So, I don't, I don't know. remember it happening here. Yeah. I feel like I would have known. I feel like you would have known. If too. they were giving away free gaming. And in money. Cereal. And also free gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. I don't know how we got onto that topic. It's Wild West and Space and both. Just like <laughs> Far Cry 6, which we'll talk about later. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, what we talk about but, Halo, uh, the next projects and shit. Do Halo. You... Yeah, it's that's mm-hmm. that's yeah, wild. I wanna I can't wait to get my PC so I can start streaming again. Yeah. And then, um I'm gonna stream Horizon and then hopefully Amen. the Fable trilogy. Ooh, because that'd be, fun. that'd be a good one. Do you know why? Because by the time I'm streaming it, guess what they would have announced? Oh, do you think so? Do you think they're gonna uh, do that at the old uh, Xbox fucking... event? I do. I believe they will. I said last year, we thought it was, b- before it was coming, I said, look, if it doesn't, that makes sense because they're still not revealing the next gen fully. Yeah. We only knew Halo Infinite. Um, and they're still trying to advertise their last games of this generation, right? Um, but now that they're promoting the Series X, they mm-hmm. will announce more games that will be coming out. I will only get a teaser and a title, but... Fable will be teased at this Xbox event. I fucking hope so. July 23rd, by the time the next Dance Always podcast comes out, we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about Halo Infinite, oh we'll God. be talking about Fable 4. That's Don't what we're talking about. That's my prediction, man. That's my prediction, man. That's my prediction. We'll be doing it. We'll be I doing hope it. so. But, uh, I mean, even if they don't, we've got Halo Infinite confirmed to be there, and we're going to be seeing the game. Now, is fa- Halo fine. dead? James is Halo dead Halo's not dead I refuse to believe Halo's dead I love it too much I will blindly follow Halo into the abyss um, I can't do it Halo 5 was so it's, bad it was it's Halo awesome. like I can't help it but also right I have to say this is my argument for Halo Infinite right um, I've been I've been watching a lot of videos uh, from Halo YouTubers and stuff um, and <laughs> why, I, why I have a lot of hope for Halo Infinite comes from the fact that the studio head for 343 has been swapped since 5 the narrative director of Five is no longer a three four three; it's a different guy. The art director is a different guy, and they have nailed both trailers. Both trailers are just so Halo, and they go back to their roots. It's you know, it feels like Halo. Like I've watched that Discover Hope trailer this past week probably about fifteen fucking times. That's too many um, times. And it every time it never loses the like the hype it's just so good when he wipes the fucking um pelican like cockpit uh and you see chief and it plays the like the the note of his theme and then like you've got like chief like only speaking when he needs to and like everything he says is fucking sick and then like it ends with the the fucking music and the title card and everything it's just it's fucking incredible uh, the old art style, Chief's armor looking right instead of the fucking awful job they did with Halo 4 and 5. I just... 
God, if they get this wrong, I just... I will feel so sad. Um, I just want Halo back. I just fucking want so Halo do, back. Uh, so do I. I feel like pure shit. Um, I feel <laughs> <laughs> like pure shit. Just want Halo back. Um, no, I'm I just want to like, see... Halo was, you know, with Kingdom Hearts and Assassin's Creed, my favourite franchise. Mm-hmm. Obviously yeah. not Assassin's Creed anymore, but like back, you know, years ago, um, when Halo was good, and now it's not. And I, yeah. I have hope for Infinite too, but like the problem is Halo Five killed my love, like oh, it Halo killed my childhood so, so bad. But it, it looks stabbed like my childhood like, in the heart. <laughs> it did do that, but with Infinite, it looks like they. I mean, the thing is, they're going back to Halo as well. Like the you know the, the one of the first shots we see in the middle of the uh, Discover Hope trailer is that fucking Halo ring, um, and that's great. Uh, and it just. I don't know, it just feels so Halo. It just feels like they're mm. doing the right thing here, narrative-wise. It doesn't feel like they're trying to do I fucking mean, if, if bullshit. Atmospherically and vibe-wise, but narrative-wise, I don't know what the story is. Where the fuck I are know, they going? I the know, story? but it's just that direction. But apparently the Discover Hope trailer is the opening to the game as well, so that's the way that Halo Infinite opens. Which um, is so weird. Like, you may as well retcon <coughs> 5 then, because 5 is such a fucking left turn and well, think... fucking dig deep, 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 deep down in a fucking abortion ground. And yeah. Get now, how do you get? But how do you get back from that? You've you've fucked the, thing the franchise five, so badly. How do you recover? I, I I just think the thing with five is it's to me there's so little Master Chief that it's almost it's I can almost just disregard it as just this little side story the Master Chief did at some. No, because point. you it brought back you brought back Blue Team without yeah, no an explanation. What is, happens? Though. Yeah, but now they're there and also you didn't explain who they were and they're so in fucking important to the story of Halo and the lore from yeah, fucking the Fall of Reach novel. It's like it is... they're so important to the lore and they managed to fuck them and now you're going to just retcon blue team out? I guess you have to. It's all you can re- I guess you just sort of have to just to make a good makes Halo me game. At this point. And squirm, man. It makes it's me a shame. It's a shame that they fucked that up with Halo Five. But I'm I, I I just want a fucking good Halo game and it just looks like they're doing that. I just hope the gameplay is also Halo. I I I d like I, I was always quite on board with a lot of the uh changes they made to four and five in terms of gameplay, but I'm I, I've sort of come around to not being for it anymore at all, and I want, I I want it to play like classic Halo, because I think that it it makes the game stronger, and that's like from a gameplay perspective, but also from a multiplayer perspective as well. The way maps are built and the way that you use skills, like Chris Rager made a really really good video on on Halo and what happened to it in the direction and why advanced movement and sprinting and all of that stuff is bad for Halo. Um, and it was really well made. I'd recommend it for anybody that's on the fence about it and isn't that, you know, one way or the other about it because he makes some really good points um, and explains, you know, how you can make Halo Infinite work moving forward but have it be classic Halo. And I think, to be honest, I think that trying to appeal to the mainstream with Halo, I mean, it hasn't really worked because it's not like Halo 5 sold well because they tried to make it Call of Duty or whatever. So, 
I think you could ease. I think they would probably. I th- and I feel like they know that going back to classic Halo will get get them more sales because one of the most popular Halo Five playlists on the multiplayer was a game mode that restricted all of your movement to classic Halo movement. That was one of the most popular game modes, and everybody loved Halo Two Anniversary when that was announced and everything because people love classic Halo. Like the amount that they've been hyping up uh, Halo Three coming to Master Chief Collection on PC. Oh, the Master Chief Collection's that, you know, longevity is. Sh- it's crazy says it all Um, they just need to re-release old halos yeah just fucking just fucking make infinite play like halo i don't need it to play like fucking call of duty or titanfall just make it play like halo um yeah right i agree i'm completely on board with everything you're saying i feel that way too i've just just given up hope and care man because i was also like you listen to me before halo 5 is coming out you heard me Halo's mm. never fucked up. They never can fuck up. They never will fuck up. Roger, when I go, what did I say? I was like, what if Halo 5 is shit? And you're like, it won't be. And I'm like, but what if it is? <laughs> and that was a genuine conversation and, that and, we and had. And that was a genuine conversation. And the answer is who I am right now, which is someone that <laughs> is dead inside. And I was already partly dead oh, inside. Oh, sad. Because that's who I am. But even more so now, dead inside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's and that's sad. You wonder why I play less games and do push-ups. It's because yeah. of Halo 5. You can pretty much It's the much rage point- inside you. Halo you don't want a game, that... you want to do push-ups, you want to punch the fucking fucking thing you have fucking hanging in your house. Every every time every time I punch a person or a bag, it's it's me just thinking about Halo yeah. 5 and all the different gaming sins that were committed against my childhood. Yeah. That's it. Um, that's that's what it is. Yeah, Assassin's it's about every 3, every yeah. RPG like RPG Halo mechanics 5. in every Ubisoft game. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. No, I cared so little about Assassin's Creed Odyssey that it didn't affect me at all. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I just didn't care. Halo yeah. 5 hurt my feelings. Halo it 5 hurt me. my feelings. That's how Halo much I Halo 5 broke you. Halo f- I'd say Halo 5 broke me. It took yeah. Odyssey to break you. Halo 5 broke me. I feel like I've been broken. I'm a broken person. I've been broken ever since then. As yeah, a gamer, I mean, I've been broken as a gamer. I just think I was so confused with Halo 5. Like, when I, I think when I finished it, I was just like, did I, I, I felt like I missed something. Like, Dude, I, I, I felt how everyone that, like, grew up in the 70s who told me that, and loved Star, uh, Star Wars, oh, and they yeah. used to say the first, how they felt the first time they watched The Phantom Menace. That's mm. how I felt when I first played Halo 5, which at first, my initial reaction is like, as it's happening, I'm like, this can't be it, right? Like, there's got to be something else but then you you get so far in the game you're like i don't think anything else is gonna happen like yeah. i think this is the you game they're like playing. faking you out like like oh uh, lock's gonna die right. chief will come yeah. back or something yeah like yeah something big's gonna happen but nothing nothing happens yeah. like nothing happens and then you just keep going you realize you're right at the end you're like wait what the, are you is this seriously like what i've played is this oh, this can't God. be it though right and then you do finish and then you're like did i miss something and then the next morning after I finished, I woke up and said, no, I didn't miss something. Fuck you. Then I was yeah, really mad. The game's then, just bad. Yeah, like, it was so bad. And I remember, like, yeah. I grew up playing Halo with my brother. And he goes, and I told him, dude, do not play it. Don't do it to yourself. Do not do it. And he's like, oh, no, I've got to play it. And then he texts me, like, the next week. And he goes, what the fuck was that? Like, when he finally <laughs> got it, he's like, that was fucking the worst shit I've ever played. I'm like, I oh, know. I know. It's so bad. And there's that so, awful yeah, fight Halo at the moment. end between lock and chief where it's just like the worst looking like poorly choreographed and animated thing on the planet it's just terrible um yeah, i hope it's they tough. just kill lock and infinite 
Yeah, I'd be happy with that straight away. And then, um, but what I really want to see out of Microsoft is just uh, one new IPs. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and Fable. We know Fable, we're going to get Halo Infinite. But what I want to see is at least one exciting new IP mm-hmm. and Fable. Those are the two things I really want to see out of this uh, Xbox event, the Xbox Showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, well, we'll know next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's will happen, and we'll we'll know. Um, yeah, I'm quite I'm quite looking forward to it to be honest because this should be Xbox's big event. Like this should be their big one where this they, they try and compete you know, and with Sony. I've liked I'll tell you what I've liked about No E3. All these different events have been spread out way more, and I'm enjoying that a lot. Like the showcases. I just think a lot of we them PlayStations. We just dick, had Ubisoft. What's that? I just think a lot of them are shit. Like when you go to E3, you know, like this is E3. This is huge, and everything should be big, and it well, normally it's is. Shit E3. Um, I feel like I most of them. There's only, there's only ever one good showcase at E3. The, for the last like four years, yeah, the first always been... sucks. EA's always sucks. Ubisoft is always fucking pretty shit. And then Xbox Sony's is, is usually good. decent. Xbox sometimes does well, sometimes doesn't. It's hit and miss. Yeah, true. I guess I'm. I guess I'm remembering. You know, back in the day, like when we're thinking 2016 was good, 2017 was good year. I don't know. Um, Even then, I I I feel like the 2013. 2012 were good E3s. Yeah, those were good as well. Especially Ubisoft. Like, Ubisofts were always really, really strong when they used to make good games. Yeah, uh, that like Ubisoft E3 with Brotherhood E3, like those. That E3 was phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. had Halo Reach about to come out, man. Like it was fucking the shit. It, it was, was good. Yeah, I just felt like I've lost that. I feel like edge. 2017 was like it, those were to me the last five years dark days. Dark mm, days. See, I I like I like 20, 20, 2016. I like 2017. 2015 was a bit shit. Um, 14 was alright 14 was quite fun because uh, the next gen consoles were all out so they were all doing those bits and pieces but uh, yeah I guess so I just think a lot of these events have been very bad and especially from Xbox like Xbox has just been doing a lot of nothing and hopefully this one next Thursday is going to be the big one where they're going to show off Halo they're going to show Fable they're going to properly talk about you know we're going to see loads of next gen gameplay uh, we're going to get you know like the release date and price of the Xbox One X or something and show all these new ips and they're gonna really go in properly hopefully um but i mean who knows uh who knows? i think it'll be fun though i think it should be a fun one i think i yeah. hope same fair um some of the other gaming you've been doing in the gaming. much gaming you've been doing you've been trying to down this fucking assassin's creed one <laughs> texture mod remaster mod uh, i think i did a video on that four years ago yeah, you did. There's a that... comment on it from me that says, "I think I reckon I'll download this and do a video on it." It's like four years old. <laughs> Dude, um, so many years later. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Assassin's Creed One overhaul mod broke me, unfortunately. Did it? Um, That's a shame. I got it to like basically. I I thought it would be a fun idea, so I tried it. Um, and then when it didn't work, I took that as a challenge, and so ah, I didn't right. give up because uh, yes. I was like, I'm not going to let this stupid fucking game beat me. Um, yeah, so I kept trying, and yep. eventually I, I did get it to work. I got the reshade and the textures to work, but then it crashed after three minutes every time. So I gave up then. But because I'd got it to work, I felt sort of, you know, satisfied with it. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. It looked quite cool, though. I, I posted a picture. It didn't have the textures on it. just had the reshade, but it looked kind of cool. Um, yeah. With some, you know, some nice little effects here and there. Um, weird endeavor to be honest um yeah probably shouldn't have spent quite as much time as i did on it but i couldn't help myself i had to do it yeah fair uh 
Fair enough, mate. Yeah. It was alright. If only Ubisoft um, optimised their games better for PC, it'd be alright. It wouldn't be in this situation, but... Fair. Well, yeah. that's just super fucking disappointing. Um, I thought you'd manage to get it to work, but I guess not. Um, yeah. PlayStation cases. PlayStation, PlayStation oh, like the have, box yep, case. The box games. cases. For some reason, that's been a talking point this yeah, week. Yeah, I just don't games. care. <laughs> People what really do you think? care. So it's so it's still got the blue case, mm-hmm. and the and the banner is white and black, like yeah. the console. Yeah. Um, what? Good, bad, like it, not like it. What, what do you think? Uh, it's fine. I think it's cool that it mimics the console. Like it's got a white. The banner outer. does, but. But do you not think the case would then be better being black or white? No, because the middle is blue of the console when it when it's turned on, like it's got the blue light, and that's what I saw the middle as on the case is like yeah. that's the blue light that comes from the middle of the console when it's switched on. So yes. like the outside's white, and then the blue is True. the light. Um, but does it look good? Yeah, that's it looks question. fine. Okay, doesn't look bad. I think it's fine. Fair enough. I'd prefer it to be um, black or white. Probably black. I don't care either way. I really uh, you're don't. Right, like, also, is... <laughs> you're right, but also, you're right, I don't but care. I don't care about this at all. Um, I don't buy physical games that often anyway, and when I do, they'll just fucking sit in my drawer, so. That's a good, good point. You know? That's a good point. That's a good it point. doesn't matter to me. You could have a bright fucking yellow. I don't care. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, I guess the only thing left to talk about is UB Forward. And oh um, God, yes. some Ubisoft topics, Ubisoft games, Watch Dogs, Valhalla, Far Cry 6, I was going to say 5, Jesus Christ. But also yeah. some other things we want to get um, uh, into as well. The fallout from our last podcast and the Ubisoft allegations um, mm-hmm. and their dealings with it. Um, but before we do, I need to go get another beer and we'll take a quick break. Ooh. I think just like a quick, you know... Six seconds. We're back we can, after a message cut. from our sponsors. <laughs> Dude, don't say that name unless they're actually paying us. Yeah, um, I'm just joking. They're not really sponsors. But, but we are looking for sponsors. I'll bleep so it if, out. So um, if um you know anyone wants to sponsor us and pay us, um that's welcome too. Yeah, um, welcome. Yeah. Fleshlights, even. You know, especially actually. I'd actually um, say especially. Yeah. Um, James need James needs a spot like even sex toys. James needs sponsors. You know he he gets pegged regularly. So um, yeah. <laughs> so he needs send me a few you know, butt plugs. I'll, yeah, something that's you know, more because because he can't aff- because he, he can barely afford his water bill. He can't afford that's some true. really good stuff mm. that is that his missus can peg him with. So he <laughs> needs better help. So if we, if a sponsor would be much appreciated. Nobody gets this. This is a clubhouse <laughs> meme, and nobody gets it. <laughs> it's all right. All right, hang you on. would I'm get it. Get you would get it if you were pledging to Patreon. We'll we'll cut we'll cut this back in straight away. We'll be in the talk. Right. I just need to get another beer. Take a quick break. See you soon, boys. All right, um, we're back <clears throat> into it. We didn't actually go anywhere, obviously, because James did well, edit it out. Even though we just had a discussion where he's like, "I hope I remember to edit this out," and I'm like, "Please fucking edit it out." Um, I edited it out. So, before we get into like you before and the, the event, I feel like we do have to mm. address the last podcast and the fallout from that um, and the events that led to that last podcast, of course. Um, we mm-hmm. talked about the, the whole podcast dedicated to the the Ubisoft allegations and discussing um, um, what went on uh, with the yeah. different members of Ubisoft and people that have worked in and around Ubisoft because like, someone like a Cassandra, you know, doesn't actually work for Ubisoft who's an action in one of their games. Um, yeah. 
Just related to the and community. Related to the community, right. Um, mm-hmm. Then you have Ashraf Ishmael, that, you know, someone that was more of a um, sort of creepy predator, you know, you, che- cheating That's on his really wife. That's a weird with, sentence. I don't know, like, it's... it's Never it's, thought we'd be saying that. Yeah, I know, but, you know... Ashraf Ishmael, more of a creepy predator. Yeah, yeah well, I just mean, but like... But he was that, so... He, targeting people in the community using the, you know, the, his influence um, and trying mm-hmm. to build these relationships with you know some people that were, were married for the love of God and um, obviously yeah, what he, he was did married. was fucked up and wrong and especially using his position and, and bringing something that some might see as personal but he brought that personal aspect into his job which was using his job to make mm-hmm. those connections and to um, have those relationships um and even, you know, breaking NDA and doing fucked up shit like that um, to help build the connections using his, um, some of his family shit. Like, we've, we've talked all about it. You can listen to that podcast. It's, it's fucked up, and, and what he did was fucked up, and he stepped down from Valhalla, and rightfully so. Um, but mm-hmm. then you have things that, t- you know, look personally way worse, sexual assault um, so, and rape allegations um, to, yeah. to multiple um, Ubisoft employees. Um so we we talked all about that um mm-hmm. and i said that my dms were open for anyone that wanted to reach out or anything and man like i got a lot of dms um from people that yeah. were related to this and people that weren't related to this at all that just wanted to um thank us for what we talked about and what we discussed on that show mm-hmm. uh for bringing it to light like we got some lots of guys lots of guys mm-hmm. messaged me um about their their dealings and their perspectives we even talked in the last clubhouse we did last week um, one of our patrons gave us their their point of view and and how the, what they went through and how I guess how they see it now as an adult and though it doesn't affect them now like they feel like if the genders were reversed it would be quite a frowned upon situation but because it's a guy we look at it differently and it, that was an interesting topic as well so I I got a lot of messages and I appreciate all of those and and I'm glad the podcast was taken the way it was I'm sure you'd agree um, mm-hmm. yeah, that we were both sure. both pretty worried about it beforehand right like. Yeah. Six six yeah. dudes talking about shit like we, yeah, like exactly. we know what we're about. And especially us as well. That was my big worry was like people from that cuz obviously we we used to be a big, you know, sort of try to I guess be part of the Assassin's Creed community. That was sort of our thing back in the day. Obviously yeah. now we do we do our separate thing, but we still have like people that we know from the Assassin's Creed community. So from what people knew of us, I suppose my biggest worry was that people would just see, oh, the four pillars talking about this. They're not, they're not fucking taking it seriously. How dare they talk about the serious topic when they're just a bunch of fucking idiots? Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the case at all, which was a pleasant surprise. Total, totally turned, expect, turned around. Totally uh, turned around. People actually yeah. listened to us the first time in years yeah, from that side wow. of the community. And were like, "Wow, well, you guys like, aren't oh, idiots anymore." Actually, yeah, you're all right. You're all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is entirely wrong. We're not all right. But I'm glad that you think that. Um, but it was just—it was just nice. It was nice to actually have it be the good side of the communities, like that weren't pieces of shit doing this stuff. Like it actually brought the community closer, and from all these different circles, like that mm-hmm. we come together against this, this you know issue um, that's mm-hmm. clearly running rampant in Ubisoft culturally, um, all over the globe in their studios um, because there were cases from everywhere. Yeah, except for Quebec, um, apparently. Quebec are yeah. the the only studio that don't. Don't do that. I don't think they're so. the only one, but yeah, like yeah. who's who's to know? Well, yeah. And who knows one what's off. come out and what and what's yet to come out that hasn't come out? We don't know. Yeah, true. Um, I don't true. think it's over. I don't think it's over. No, I don't um, think so either. But um, again, like I said, anyone 
my DMs are open for any conversation of any kind and this platform's available to you for you know people that want to speak and and all that um of course but mm. i want to talk to you james <clears throat> specifically about how ubisoft mm. have handled the fallout of the allegations yeah. um what are your thoughts can you kind of give us an update and, and what's gone on that you know about um i think some of it's good some of it's not so good there was the thing that came out um when was it Friday night or something? Yeah. Uh, the Luma basically posted where, like, you know, it's this thing that's almost known in Ubisoft. Like these, all of the higher ups know what's going on, but they're 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 okay to like let it pass if the person that's doing it is really good at their job. Right. Um, Make some money. So if that person's making the money, yeah. So if this person's like an Ashfist male that's making you know these big Assassin's Creed games that's you know selling really well. Uh, they're just sort of like we'll let it slide because he's doing bits for us um money wise so that was concerning um and obviously uh, luma said like oh i can't believe it fucking like eve knows about this blah blah, blah. i don't know whether it was explicitly said that eve i definitely can believe it knows. i definitely can believe it um, by the way, but, but i yeah. wouldn't be surprised um but following on from that the next day i think it was or whenever it was i don't remember yesterday we got yeah. another update that some big people have been uh, removed or have stepped down from Ubisoft. Um, uh, people that are, you know, uh, big parts of this company. Uh, I forget their fucking names. Uh, their foreign names. Um, so foreign names. I don't foreign. remember. Well, them, every, I'm know. foreign to you. You're yeah, fucking, you're foreign you're to foreign, me. Foreign, so but what? you know, you've got an <laughs> English name. You know what I fucking mean um yeah. they're bloody french and uh, uh you know whatever they're but the, you know these okay. these people i don't know i don't know a lot about the ins and outs of ubisoft and stuff okay here we go so um let's say i know you're searching on twitter i was yeah such as i don't even pronounce that for Sir, serge hascott is that how you say his name uh yanis malat and cecile cornette Stepping down after recent allegations of misconduct, the company reaffirms its commitment to implementing significant change to, the, to workplace culture. And like, um, Hascott was, um, you know, super high up in the company, and he's he's a guy that's been there for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty big that this is happening, and it can only be a good thing. I just hope that they're committed to not just removing these people, but making sure other people don't do the same things that they did. And it does seem like there were some things like the whole rearranging and changing of the way that HR works um, was something that Eve talked about in his previous statement is they're basically not going to have... or like It's not that they're not going to have HR or they're going to change what it is and how it works and the name of it so that everything's a lot more... There's less of like a, a hierarchy or something. I don't know. Um, but hopefully, you know, removing these people and then changing the way the company structure is should stop this from happening again um and if anything else um this whole thing would hopefully you know scare people to not do it if if you know they they were ever considering it or you know yeah. would fall into it maybe people would be more conscious of the way that they're acting around people maybe more respectful maybe more you know uh self-aware so that they don't do this so there's that as well i I hope for the best, and I think that this could be a very good change. Um, I mean, it's it's a big change, not just for, uh, you know, the company and the, the workplace and everything, but also the way they the way that they work, the things that they do as well, the way they make games. Um, 
So there's also that side to this as well. Um, and then there's the side consumers, of so of there's a lot um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but then there's the also the other side where you have a UB forward event, right? Mm-hmm. And the reality is this, right? Like with all these allegations going on, a, a lot of people know about it now. It's it's very public mm-hmm. within the communities that surround Ubisoft and lot and other gaming uh, other gaming channels. But to the general public, the hundreds of thousands, the millions, they don't know, and yeah. Ubisoft don't want them to know, because. If they were to address it publicly themselves in a real way, like at an event they're going to do, talking about all their games, where they take the forefront and say, we take responsibility for what's happened, the culture has been built, this is what we're working on, we want to address it, X, Y, Z. A lot of things they could have said, Mm. a lot of things they could have done. But they said, no, we're absolutely not going to address it publicly uh, at our UB Forward event, uh, because we pre-recorded this, so we can't address it, even though... I'd imagine Ashraf would have done something for Valhalla, not the guy they got to record it, so they obviously recorded it afterwards. I'd, I'd imagine, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, they replaced it, so, so you could have recorded something for this, but you chose not to because that would mean mainstream populists that just watch a trailer here and there that have no idea. They're just like, oh, that trailer for that Viking game looks good or that Far Cry 6 trailer looks good, I'm going to get that game. The general gamer that's not involved in all these online communities. Mm-hmm. They then know. And they might not want to buy your game anymore. They might realise, fuck, this company's pretty fucked up. They do some culturally bad shit in there. Now, of course, there's um, some amazing people that work for this company. And I'm and I'm not speaking for those employees. I'm talking about the higher-up execs. The f- and it's not even the fucking game directors, though some of them, obviously, in those high positions have issues. But it's, it's the fucking higher-ups, man, within this company. Mm-hmm. They yeah. want. They don't want you to know about it, because they would have addressed it. So them coming out with a statement saying we're not going to address it on Twitter before the event to me was the most sigh moment ever. It's like a fucking caution on yeah. you, but fucking you, cowardly what, cunts. The thing is, what do you think they would do? Like, do you think at the beginning they go? Listen, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to do it. I, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do, which is not fucking it would address be, it. It would be so weird to me though if at the beginning of this event, before they start talking about all of their epic games, they just they just mention these rape allegations, and they do this very serious thing, and like, then they go into like, and look at our battle royale game. Like, I feel like that would be in really bad taste to do that i don't know well what do you think they should have done not address it i don't know maybe a separate thing i really don't know because because to me honestly that is just weird if they opened or closed like i found it weird to show off your games at this point in time i found it very weird that they showed off all these games right now that's what I found. Mm, weird, I guess so. That's what, I found, time, very, that's what I found in very. That's what I found in very poor I guess it's difficult. I don't know. I, it's weird to me. Like I, I think that. Don't think. Doing... Don't. Hey. Don't think the fact they announced who they fired two days before this event, the time of that wasn't fucking precise and done for a reason. Yeah. Don't think there's a coincidence that two days before this event they announced people will step down from their positions. That's not a fucking coincidence that that happened. Yeah, it's... I don't really know what I think they should have done. I I don't know. More. I, fucking more. Way more. What, 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 do you, what do you think they should have done? Well, in some way addressed it. In some way addressed it. At the beginning, at the end, preferably at the beginning. Um, do an opening. Uh, 
and then do take a fucking minute of blackout before it. I don't give a shit. Countdown. You have, you have, they have the fucking countdown. Take a one minute blackout in between then. Have some sort of like charity involved for assault victims or like workplace harassment. And then um, actually do something. Or yeah. delay your event because the fact that your event happens fucking weird to me. Yeah. I the, when so. they said, when they, because we knew this event's coming for a little while. And I thought it was weird that they were going ahead with it in spite of everything else. And of course, there's so many creative minds that aren't pieces of shit that are involved in these games and making these games. But these games are not coming out because of this. And they should, mm-hmm. of course, still come out. You should be able to separate the the art and the artists, especially because there's hundreds of artists and it's the, these one percenters, I hope, that are the fuckheads. <coughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, personally, man, I, I'm struggling to be interested or excited about anything Ubisoft does. I'm so fucking disgusted at the moment with what's yeah, going on. Is, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I b- I've been doing research for this Valhalla series I'm going to do. I've got all these books I've bought and that I've been reading, and I haven't touched it since this all went down. I, I just can't find the motivation to put energy mm. in my spare time, the limited spare time I fucking have between my jobs, to read books about a game that's made by a company that's done this shit as much as I love people like Darby I fucking love Darby and there's so many mm. other people involved in this dream team like Jesper Kid doing the soundtrack like there's so much cool stuff about this alright but how am I supposed to be excited to make content one thing's playing it. One, there's, it's one thing to play a game and it's your downtime and it's just whatever but then to put energy in hundreds of hours it's going to take me to make a series about I don't know I don't know where I'm going to find the energy hopefully I can but I have no problem if someone, like... Because it's not just a one-person thing. It's, like, what's coming out is it's a cultural thing in the company. And that, to me, is a different story altogether, all this. That's mm-hmm. then, do you... Re- can you really support this company and buy these games anymore? Yeah. No. I guess That's the way a question that I, I have. It's a genuine question I have. Yeah. I guess the way that I look at it is just the, the fact that there are so many people working on these games. That it's, like... The higher-ups, obviously, are at fault here. And it it's... But it's it to support difficult. those people at the lower end, the people that are in the trenches working hard, by not giving. Because why are they rewarding these fucks? Because they're making the money. Well, if they're not making the money, fucking do something different. No. I when they're better, so. then we'll support you. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's uh, it's a weird one, and it was strange to you know be watching you yourself forward, and there's you know it's all fucking happy, and you got all these people, uh, you know. Did about Andy get fired? Andy, I don't know. I think it was like someone put out that there was someone, someone reliable said that he did, but there's no like official confirmation. And I think he's still got it in his bio. Like he hasn't changed it in his bio or anything. He's still product and brand marketing on Watchdogs. Good one. Um, Yeah, that's fucking weird, man. You know, he hasn't tweeted for a while either, so. No shit. Imagine tweeting. He hasn't, he hasn't liked any tweets and done anything. I don't know why he still got his Twitter. He's never going to fucking come back to it, is he? Because like, it's not like anyone's going to take to that very well. I don't know. It's, uh... I don't know, dude. It's weird. Like, how long do you leave it after you've been accused of rape to tweet again? Like, I don't... Like, what... Like, because, like, look at, like, like Syndicate who we talked about. Like, he's not tweeted since he put out his statement. When is he going to decide to come back or is he just not now? 
what do you what do you do about I, that? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's weird. Um, what do you do when you're a piece of shit? I don't know. Kill yourself. <laughs> um, okay. That's an easy way out. Um, when. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look at Crystalia. But Crystalia's come out. He's had lawyers come out with these with these text receipts, mm-hmm. and 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 shutting down some of these allegations. To be fair, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know how much that vindicates him. I don't know. He's clearly still it's a bit of a predator. But it, but it, but people are calling him a nonce. You know what I mean? And like he's coming out these receipts of like, no, no, no. Whenever someone offended someone's age, he backed off. But then there's other ones he has responded to. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm but sure he's he done of? some weird shit. Um, I'm sure like my, like some of these are real. But when you're when you're that famous, uh, not just like you know a fucking producer in a games company. When you're like that famous, you're if if someone oh, yeah, puts true. out an allegation, you're gonna get so many people that are gonna come out with fake ones for attention. At the same and time, that just sort yeah, of happens. True. Um, true. so I'm sure you're some right. of them were fake. Um, right. but I also I'm pretty sure some of them are probably real as well. Um, yeah, fair. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. I've, I've I've stopped paying attention to that that one because that one's like not much I know or can even say or do. We don't even yeah, we're not involved with that audience at all. Or we don't have that platform. Mm. Um, and it's just sort of yeah. fucking that's broken my heart because I was such a fucking big fan. <sighs> anyway, man, it's yeah, fucking. Weird. This is so crazy. So crazy. Fucking weird. Um, um but the year before would have been. Did fucking happen though. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, on another note. And here we are to fucking talk about and promote it, even though I said maybe we shouldn't. You know. <laughs> We're you talking know, about uh, Ubisoft Twitter accounts. Corey May that wrote uh, Assassin's Creed One, Two, uh, Three, and, and Brotherhood. Other ones. I do no. Jeffrey Harlem wrote Brotherhood. I thought Corey May was definitely involved in Brotherhood. I think he's involved in it, but I think he was like the lead writer on it. Anyway, right. regardless, okay. I found his tweet the other day, and he yeah. types everything in caps. Every single tweet is full caps. Right. Every reply, it's everything's full caps. Right. Um, is that that's all? It, all is that I wanted to say. It's just it's yeah, just right. A, that's such a just, weird story. It's just you've got. really, really, really strange. Um, Where does he work now? Uh, I have no fucking clue. But his bio says nothing matters and then you die in full caps. Um, well, that's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's really weird. It's it's just so strange. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it is so strange. It's so weird. I don't know. I I don't know whether it's like a joke or something, like a running joke. I don't fucking know. Um. Anyway, regardless, let's talk about Ubisoft forward. Um. Um, well, we've got Watch Dogs Legion, aka the Antifa Simulator. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that was a weird it, one. It looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Like the identity of what looks terrible is the identity of Watch Dogs. Yeah. Watch Dogs One, I genuinely love Watch Dogs One. I genuinely yeah. love Watch Dogs One. There's okay, this I, I dark maturity. This but it's, this mm, it's pretty good. Like and like as like Assassin's Creed fans at the time and it was like wow this would be like I guess this is like a would be a modern way to do it like it was very Ubisoft style at the time um that sandbox open world um quite they went they attempted that really sort of dark storyline and they dealt with like sex trafficking and some really serious shit with a with a very tense serious character as your protagonist and there are a lot of interesting themes explored and 
there were things that you know and expectations that weren't met of course but it, it was a great concept it's like oh there's so much you can do from here right um but mm-hmm. then you get two which was just trying to be like i don't know like a teenage Ugh. hip I don't know SJW game. I don't know what you'd even say about that. It's just fucking retarded. So bad. It's the worst it's fucking, fucking cringy fuck, piece of shit. Is and oh, and now like so this bad. looks like that times ten, man. It looks like fucking that squared. It's so bad. Like, it's like they, they do this bit in the trailer where they're talking about like this like slave like thing where like people are like selling slaves in like the underworld of fucking London or whatever, and it's all just like memes. Like, you got these, like, crazy, wacky characters. And, like, it's like, what the fuck is going on? You're talking Plays about old lady or some shit? slavery. What the fuck is going on? It's so weird. Um, none of the serious themes are taken seriously. They're all played it, off as, like, jokes. Out of touch. Out of touch shit, man. Themes yeah, are out of touch. Terrible. Ideas are out of touch. Concept. Like, I'm listening to this content, the way they're explaining it, I'm like, I, I can see what you're trying to do. I can almost see what you're trying to do with all these playable characters and it's your world and all these different play styles and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, this isn't it. Like, it's this isn't dogs. it. And definitely not Watch Dogs, but what is Watch Dogs? Because you had the first game, yeah, and it, of course the first game's supposed to build the identity. And then two's like, oh, no, we're not sure what that identity is. We're going to try something else. And then this game's like, oh, we're not sure what that one is. So you've got a franchise with three games in it, yeah? And all three games are completely separate and have no idea what the other thing is. Just epic hack game. And also, it's so weird because they established that, like, in Watch Dogs 1, you've got these particular people that are able to, like, hack into things, hack into the CTOS system, right? The bloomers got set up around around yeah. the world in various cities. And you've got Aiden Pierce can do that and Deadset can do that. And they're almost, like, competing with each other. They're not allies, you know? Um, they sort of work together at points and they're using that CTOS against Bloom. Uh, and it's what made Aiden so, what they a specialist, do. right? Yeah, like, it wasn't a thing that everyone could do. Not everyone could hack, and that was very interesting. It was a very grounded world. Then you go into Watch Dogs 2, and, like, you're playing as DeadSec, and DeadSec is the group, and they're a hacker group. And even, like, as much as I hate that game, that makes sense, right? But when you're playing this, it's like, why are we recruiting anybody off the street? And who, also, for, for a start, who's doing the recruiting in the first place? Um, are there any grandma? characters? Like, yeah, apparently. Um, and then you're, all these people are just doing epic hacks, and, like... It's so weird. It's such a weird game. I, I just don't know, like, what the point... Like, what is the point of hacking anymore? It doesn't feel like that's part of the identity of Watch Dogs at this Which point. Which is the whole point of fucking Watch Dogs. Yeah. At least it it's was. Just like, it's just like, you can hack in this game. What happened to Bloom, anyway? Like, whatever happened to Bloom and that? Like, what even... Is, do they still use CTOS? Like, what is... What are they even hacking now? And, like, what's this mm. new fucking company, fucking Albion? What's that got to do with anything? Why is this just so... Like, they just don't care. <laughs> no, it's they're just so making up weird. a world and a scenario to use watchdog mechanics and it's something so they can weird. sell. Where you don't actually really have to have a character story. You can just kind of have... It's just... They're just empty husks in that have different gameplay styles. This one's a, a brute and hand-to-hand. This one has drones. <laughs> and this old this grandma does this. Yeah, oh, like, it's all these different ones, but the, then you're going to find, by the time you recruit 60 people, there's going to be, like, six different playstyles, and ten you're going to have ten ones that do the same thing, ten ones that do the same thing, ten ones... It's not really that different. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I will say about Watch Dogs Legion is they they uh, backtracked a bit. They removed the RPG elements from the game, which is something a certain other franchise should probably do at this point. 
but they removed that and they removed like leveling and XP and everything um, and stats in favor of a more traditional sort of system um, which that's, you know that's good it's nice to see not for watchdogs because I also because I, I don't care but it's nice to see that Ubisoft are willing to remove RPG elements from their games it doesn't work um, for everything in fact it doesn't work for anything they've done no it doesn't um, stop at Ubisoft yeah, yeah. Uh, and hopefully and I'm pretty sure they've removed it from Far Cry as well but we'll talk about Far Cry Dude, Far Cry looks good, eh? Um, like, yeah, it, it actually really annoys me. Probably the best, uh, probably the it, best reveal and trailer from the show, to be honest. Yeah, um, but we'll get into that. Um, we will. Last thing on Watch Dogs is I just laughed my dick off when I was like, oh, we're going to show you a demo of how to infiltrate the Tower of London. I'm like, well, where are we? <laughs> what a year is this, man? Like, what the fuck's happening? Like, get the uh, fuck out of here. We did this five years ago. What the fuck no, is no, going on? No, no, we did this on? five years ago. And then you go to the Far Cry demo. It's like, oh, there's Havana. We did this six years ago, seven years ago. Did we? Like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Oh, we're in Cuba now. Right, I see. I've been there. Uh, oh, that's funny. But yeah. yeah, Watch Dogs, Legion, definitely a skip. Definitely no thank you. Definitely yeah. go fuck yourself. Don't you. care at all. Yeah. Not at all. Tell you what looked bad as well. Hyperscale. What the fuck was that? Hyper gaming. Look, hyper gaming. I think. Look, I think it looked like obviously it's not my kind of thing. It's a battle royale game. I'm not into that. But I think the the whole concept of it was actually pretty interesting. The way it could actually take itself seriously. I just appreciated that. Even if I don't like the game, I I just the trailer was like, oh, it's actually kind of interesting. Like there's this fucked up world, and they go into this virtual reality to sort of escape it. But there's a dark undertone behind it what's going on with that like oh that's pretty cool but i don't like battle royale and i don't really play multiplayer at all anyway so i'm not interested yeah. in it but the concept was like oh it's kind of you know it's kind of cool it's kind of interesting yeah. i guess right well done on that i suppose i i guess well done for yeah, the concept well... but but also don't care yeah true true um valhalla yeah, Scream Valhalla is actually shown. I mean, we, do you want to talk about Far Cry Six and finish with uh, Valhalla? Yeah, let's yeah let's do that because there's Far a lot Cry, more to talk, talk about Creed. with with Valhalla, I guess. Um, yeah, Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six. The cinematic like CGI trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty amazing, I must say. One of their yeah, best. Very, I've got to say, good, yeah. one of their best. Kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Great yeah, setting choice. It was fucking brilliant. Great tone. Mm-hmm. Great casting. Oh God, so good! What, I can what, tell. What are your What are your thoughts at the moment? Because you're not a big Far Cry. But what's the last Far Cry you played? Far last. Well, I mean, I have played all of them, uh, except for I haven't played the spinoff. Well, you didn't play New I played, Dawn. I didn't or play Primal? New Dawn. No, uh, I played Primal. Ubisoft gave that to me actually. Did uh, you finish when it came Primal? Out. Though? No, I didn't. I played about twenty minutes of it and thought it was shit. How much but, Far Cry um, Five did you play? Uh, four hours. Yeah, right. Maybe I finished New Dawn. That's the last one I played. I played New Dawn. That's so recently. depressing. That game looked really fucking bad. It was whatever. It was fine. It was just a, like something I could play while listening to podcasts because I had nothing else to play at the time. I and I got and I was given a review copy, so I just was like, "Oh yeah, okay." Thing with um, that is, um, Far Cry. I mean, the last time Far Cry was really good was Far Cry Three. That was the last yeah. really. I really good enjoyed Far Cry, Far Cry Two when, like, when that was a thing. Far I was Cry like, Two, oh, yeah, is also incredible. Really, really like intense, really intense game. And then Three came mm-hmm. out amazing, and that's yeah, the same. Last time I enjoyed a Far Cry game, I, yeah. I played the a narrative probably was four hours of four, and was like, I love the setting, love the setting, yeah. didn't enjoy the story at all. 
No, there's the same for me. The story felt like they were like, let's do Far Cry 3 again, but like different. And like you're playing as fucking RJ Garley, whatever his name is. And I didn't like any of the characters in Far Cry 4. Pagan Min was the only one where I was like, oh, he's kind of cool. But like, they're just trying to do Vass again. And you can see it wasn't organic. It was forced. They were like, let's do another insane dictator. Um, And so it was like, it just didn't feel natural. And so I didn't feel that engaged with Pagan Min. The characters around you, like all of the rebel people in Far Cry 4 weren't that cool. Whereas when you're playing Far Cry Cry 3, uh, Jason Brody, the main character, is just very relatable because he's just a normal regular guy that was just you know on vacation thrown into friends. this and um, it's so creepy the tone's great and, yeah and like you learn about all these tribes and you have to like you know come into it and like you just sort of step up and you get better and better as the game goes on and all of that stuff um and i love that i love all i, I genuinely wanted to save all of jason's friends like i genuinely mm. felt like i wanted to because they felt like normal real people and i liked that um vass obviously is fucking one of the best you know video game antagonists he's just so fucking creepy and like uh michael mando's performance is insanely good um uh it fell ab- it fell apart a little bit at the end of the game where they did some weird shit and like they changed the antagonist it was weird but um overall far cry 3 is like the peak of far cry and i think most people probably agree on that um and then yeah, five was a bit shit, and I think a lot of people don't like me saying that, but Far Cry Five was really shit. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I didn't play it. It's just it so fucking good. boring. Um, and so, I here hope we are now. Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six looks, I tonally looks exactly what I want from a Far Cry game. The casting is perfect, and I think if you're gonna try and do like far cry has always been about antagonists since three they've always tried to have you know the central focus is this really compelling antagonist um and since vast i don't think they've ever really nailed it um but with this guy anton i think that with the brilliant casting they've got this oh, could be amazing. you know the 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 what they need to make a really compelling antagonist that competes with someone like vast so I'm interested to see how that plays out. And also, we're playing as an actual character again. You can choose between male or female, but it's an actual character with a name that will yeah, actually right. be in cutscenes and stuff. So, you know, okay. that's good again, that's finally. Really good. That's really good. Uh, I'm so very excited cool. about that. Honestly, I can't believe I'm saying I'm excited for Far Cry 6. I'm very interested in it. Mm. Um, the The screenshots we've yeah. seen of in-game looks amazing. Yeah, it looks um, really nice. And the, just the tone of the world is, yeah, incredible. Mm. And uh, Cuba's a great setting. Mm. Great setting. Yeah, um, yeah, and hopefully a Havana is like a, like actually a city to go to. It'd just be a bit something a bit different, mm. rather than it's just yeah. all rural and shit, and there's no cities whatsoever. Like there needs to be like some bigger locations. I feel, and that would be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. And it's like I just think I, I, they've they seem to have struck that uh, balance probably right because the thing that about far cry 3 that was so fun was that the game was took its time to be serious and take itself seriously and everything but there were so many over-the-top wacky moments and stuff that, that that brought a lot of light to the game as well and i like that about far cry i think it works really well um and i think that's cool and i think you need that in far cry so hopefully this game can take itself seriously and can have those serious moments and you feel like you're actually in this like really oppressed location you feel like you know the antagonist is an evil bad guy um that you you know enjoy watching in scenes but on top of that you want the gameplay to feel compelling and to feel like far cry which is always quite 
you know, dramatic and, like, over-the-top and stuff, but not to the point where it's trying to be funny. That's where Ubisoft needs to draw the line, which I think they have a problem with sometimes, uh, drawing that line between over-the-top and comical, and hopefully they can nail that here. But the, mm. the, if the trailer's anything to go by, it looks like they know what they're doing, um, which is which is cool, going back to Far Cry Roots, which is, you know, cool. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Um, I guess the only thing to talk about now is Valhalla, my friend. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, finally seen proper ga- the, the leaks that I just I didn't watch any of the leaks I didn't care I was like whatever we're gonna see it in literally a couple of days mm-hmm. um, I mean for various reasons we knew that was coming and obviously you was, forward event was happening mm-hmm. um, so overall I mean there's a lot to dive into there's a lot of gameplay that's been shown people have played it in fact I'm literally watching Ethan's videos like the clips he sent us um, mm-hmm. yeah I went through and- that last night it looks really nice, especially the uncompressed footage that Ethan sent us. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. so it's like not the one that's been put up on YouTube. It looks fucking really nice. Um, yeah, it does. It actually does look really nice looking. And this is the first time I'm seeing. It. I've just downloaded it before hmm. we started the podcast. There's a and... clip of the Animus loading screen in there. It looks really fucking cool. Oh really? Um, oh fuck. Yeah, it's towards the end somewhere. It's really nice. It's like this starry sky with like the the floors like water and like it yeah. reflects the night sky and shit. It looks really cool. Can we um, talk about... We'll, we'll break down the several gameplay things because we can't talk about much about story, right? There's... All we kind of know is structurally they keep talking about story arcs. Which yeah. I imagine are like sequences from the old games, which I like a lot. Yeah. Darby described it as... What did he describe it as? The flower petal structure or something? Where like each story arc is like the petal of a flower and they all culminate to be one thing by the end. Yeah, right. That's cool. I like that a lot, but it, but that's why I feel like the sequence system works, but maybe I'm wrong, it's a bad comparison, but I, that's how I get the vibe of. Yeah, it's um, similar, isn't it? Because, like, you've got, like, say in Brotherhood, you've got, like, the sequence with the storyline for the banker and the courtesans, then you've got the sequence, which is a storyline for uh, the, the, the Baron and, yeah, the Thebes and fucking Machiavelli and the Volpe's Weird Few, uh, and then you've got the, the you know, the, the Baron and the fucking mercenaries, and then you've got uh, the stuff with the Brotherhood and building that and Leonardo's uh, inventions and everything and setting yourself up in Rome. And got, you got all yeah, the, you got each all the sequence petals is a, it's its own story. Yeah. And then by the end, it all culminates with, you know, you've got Claudia on your side, you've got Bartolomeo, you've got La Volpe, Machiavelli, you become the mentor and then you take the fight to Cesare. So, you know, it does. I think it does work almost like sequences and like they've said, the game is basically split into chapters, um, which I think is cool. Um, and... There's, I mean, I mean, there's so much about this that I really like. There's obviously criticisms I have. There's, and I think the, I think the base criticism we can both agree on is that in an ideal world, we obviously the game wouldn't be an RPG; it'd be an Assassin's Creed game because correct, it's better. Um, yes, but it is an RPG, and so from that perspective, what are they doing right here that can be a compromise? Um, and there's a lot there's a lot here uh, i've been watching a lot of videos from people that have played it and one of the major things that i think um i am really really interested in and i really like is the fact that quests and locations and objectives and things like that are no longer tracked so you don't track side quests in your quest log anymore they're tracked yeah. on the map through blips um and so on your map you'll have like three different types of blips and they're like these colored icons like just little like circles um 
Yellow ones are for wealth, which is could be like a monastery, could be a fort that you can raid. I love that like it's so not specific. It's, it's what it can give you as the player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I love that. Blue Great is for mysteries, it. which can be for tombs, um, puzzles, uh, special I, collectibles. I, I'm, I'm, it's so funny you're talking about this because I'm the first time <clears> I'm looking at the map, I've paused it on the map right now. You just mm-hmm. see the region of East Anglia and I see these dots you're talking about. And I was like, what is that? And you're explaining to me, I'm like, I fucking love that it's not like one of my criticisms yeah. in origins was like they talked Question about beforehand marks. all these discoveries you're gonna have i'm like what are you talking about there's no discoveries of stumbling upon something because everything's mm-hmm. a question mark everything yeah, is the are, same thing and then and when you get to it, you're like now. oh it's another camp like what do i yeah. want from it oh it's a blip yeah. oh that means this that means wealth it's not specific mm-hmm. it's still general enough but i know what i'm gonna get out of mm-hmm. it when i get there like I know yeah. I have a purpose and reason to go there or this is a mystery okay well like I'm in what am I going to find there like uh, I'm right near it or I, that's what I'm more interested in right now than seeing something that's going to get me money where it'll like I know that'll probably be some sort of mm-hmm. either camp to, to or town to pillage or raid or assault perhaps um, mm-hmm. it's a great way to do it I like that a lot yeah and on top of that side quests are no longer now like stuff that will throw itself into your quest log it'll be something you track through the map through those blips as well um and also mm. so you've got so now they've removed all question marks so any any places you find now are all through exploration um and obviously then you track them through the blips once you've discovered them and so everything is like that and when you go into a camp or a fort or a monastery or whatever it might be that you're going to do the checklists are gone so it's not going to be like kill three captains loot five chests blah 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 they don't have those anymore you just do what you want to do in that location Um, so they've removed all of those things Um, and the only thing you're going to be tracking through your quest log is main quests um, and there's not going to be like the way the way that they've changed side quests. So they're not really side quests anymore. They're encounters. Um, so you might yeah. meet people in towns, and when you talk to them, it leads you on this quest that uh, will turn into something else, and you'll get to do something. So it feels way more natural. Um, say. Yeah, and everything feels natural. Everything's based on discovery and exploration through these locations, rather than a checklist of go from A to B to C across the map that you've done everything. Um, yeah. which makes way more sense and, ma- quest- and makes it I got a, a question lot more fulfilling, I think. Yes. Now, I'm looking at this, and I see two things. One, the map's blurred out, and it's not blurred out just by you go to that region unlocks. Viewpoints look like mm-hmm. they unlock the map. Also, traveling through places, because I see there's like this weird line where clearly Ethan's like sailed a little bit that's yeah. kind of unblurred in the map but then there's also like circle areas around um a viewpoint symbol mm-hmm. that makes sense i don't I know if that is the case miss that if that's thing. the case i'm so happy because one of my favorite things about in a Assassin's Creed game for whatever reason is viewpoints i love viewpoints but i love what the viewpoints give you it's that you're unlocking map yeah exactly. i hate fast travel that's locations good. what the fuck ever like show me more of the map that's like mm-hmm. how I can see what's going on. I've got to get that vantage point. I don't know why. It's just, that's a simple little classic yeah, I, thing I no, love I a lot. I can't tell if that's the case, but that's what it looks like as I'm analyzing this map. And yeah, as you said, there were, like there's right. three things that the map tracks. So East Anglia is the region. We see a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's suggested power. So there's power level, I guess. Yeah. It's not like a level system. Um, no, but it'd be based on how much way. weapons or armor, what sort of materials you have, I guess. Um, will give you certain power upgrades, I imagine, like a destiny. 
So it depends what armor you're wearing or what uh, weapons yeah. you're your, got your equipped. Your skills and your skills. So you gain XP still, and that gives you skill points, but not levels. So your equipment um, gives you your power. equipment and skills give you a power level. And yep. to raise your equipment's power level, you upgrade it using materials you find in the world. So the same way how in Origins to upgrade like your braces or some of your armor pieces or whatever, way you better went around and you'd hunt and then upgrade them. You do that with like your weapons or your shield or your also, armor pieces. That's and what that Sky- raises Skyrim does level. as well. That's what Skyrim does as well. It's not doesn't matter, not necessarily upgrading the equipment, but it's not you just you could be a higher level but you could be focusing on magic or what you know what i mean like or or yeah, one hand yeah, exactly. like it's about the skill and the what you're investing your time in like that's mm-hmm. going to build up what you're good at so if you're investing your time in upgrading your swords and and your shield and your armor you're going to be stronger and more powerful like that mm-hmm. it's, to me that's a better system to do it you're investing in your character to to be able to play further not just grinding dumb side quests for no pointless reason yeah exactly like, and it's like if just you, so a number you goes be, up you could be level 50 in valhalla and if you never buy a skill and you never upgrade your armor you're gonna get fucked over all the time because your power level's not going up but you could be level one and spend all of your time upgrading your shit and you're gonna be like really powerful so your level doesn't actually matter the only thing that your level does is allow you to unlock skill points um so I think it's a much better system and it works really well and it also gives a lot more use for things in the world. Like if you want to go out hunting or whatever it might be, you're able to then put that to use with all of your equipment, upgrade it, and then you're going to be you know more powerful to go out into the world. And that makes a lot more sense. And with the fact that side quests are now just encounters and they're not these side quests you're going to be tracking that's going to give you this reward of XP, this reward of XP to level up. So natural. It seems man. to be that you're going to be able to progress the story at your own pace because you're not going to be going and finding side encounters in order to get bonus power because that's not how it works um so just by playing the game you'll slowly be upgrading your player and you're going to push yourself through this story um so it, it makes a lot more sense in that regard uh and i think that's that's a that's a positive and it feels less like you're looking at lists of um just pointless words of like this is important because this story and this character you randomly met that you don't know the name of we're going to tell you the name of means this and mm-hmm. this number you now deal this much damage like 10 trillion damage per, per hit because you're level <laughs> 73 like what means Fuck. meaningless numbers meaningless words give me things yeah. that mean something these side encounters oh you can track it on the map you have three things on the map here in east Anglia. you have wealth mystery secrets that's it mm-hmm. that's it you can do them you cannot do them yeah like it's up to you how they feel. They simple. It's simplified, but it's also way more engaging and way more natural. In my opinion, on paper, I haven't played the game. Whether it does or doesn't is is to be is TBD. Mm-hmm. It's TBD makes a lot of sense though. It makes a lot. You're 100 percent right. That makes a lot more sense. That's it's good game design to me, and yeah, it's actually a bit different. Good. I haven't seen many games do it this way. Yeah. Yeah, at so, least like things like even like The Witcher doesn't do it like this. It, that's what I'm uh, saying. They're actually not trying to just copy other people. Let's come up with your own fucking ideas. How can you guys make the genre better? Not just copying mm. everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Um, and on top of that, like you've got there's there's some like minor things I really like. Like uh, when you're sailing, um, you can obviously have your crew sing songs or whatever but also they'll tell stories as well which is cool so your crew is like all based around like they're all characters and like you can recruit people in the world and when they're then on your ship they'll be able to tell stories about their life and about the world and where they came from and stuff like that which is you know adds to it as well so it makes 
it makes traveling more engaging but also it makes these people characters as well um and that's you know such a derby thing to do um well exactly make make your crew yeah make your crew characters like the one thing about black flag that Mm -hmm. um i wish they could i mean if they would do it again now that i'm sure they would is make it's not just edward and adewale you know there's this whole crew who are they what can mm. they do for you? And the fact that yeah. you have your longship and you can call, you have like this sort of like activities menu where you can call a horse, call your longship, f- get your fishing rod out to fish. That's a great little, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a weapons yeah. wheel. It's a, it, well, it's like a weapons wheel, but it's like a activity uh, system. It's a, it's a tool for, menu, a, I think it's called. Y- yeah, and I and I love I love that sort of thing, um, calling your longship, uh, and the fact that when you go on a raid, when you're on the ship, all your crew is going to get out with you and charge with you. To, yeah. to a little village that you're going to raid. The, can we talk about the raiding? Because I honestly, like, as just a way to just stumble around and travel the world, that's amazing. That's an mm. amazing system. Like, the yeah. Viking fantasy they've nailed. The Assassin's Fantasy leaves a lot to be desired. We'll talk about that soon. But the Viking fantasy, hey, look, they've nailed that. Yeah, they've it's nailed really that. cool. It is really and what cool. And what I, the best I ever hoped from Odyssey was make, give me a Greek spartan fantasy and they didn't really do that even um no they gave you a super power man yeah it's really yeah it's a bit yeah but this looks like proper viking fantasy like this Mm -hmm. is what you want to see this is what you want to see the the environment is gorgeous as well yeah it is the environment is very very nice um visually looks great the, the lighting, the textures, everything's beautiful. The water looks fucking gorgeous, but Ubisoft's been pretty good at water since Black mm-hmm. Flag. Um, I'm just sort of... I assume you're watching through Ethan's footage. Yeah, I am. I'm just sort of skipping through it, yeah. Just having yeah. a little look at um, some bits and pieces. He was just he was just swimming, and I was like, oh, I'm enjoying that. Lots of hay bales around. Yeah. Well, cut, you can hide in hay cut. bales again. Thank what? fuck. Was that not in Odyssey? No, you couldn't hide in hay bales. You couldn't hide really? in Odyssey at all. No don't know why they removed it because it was unrealistic that's what scott phillips said because obviously They're... realism was top priority priority for odyssey. For odyssey yeah true. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. retarded it's genuinely really weird um but yeah the rating so you're ca- calling out you know you call out your longship and you can mean you could do it by yourself but the fact that your man will jump off the you, that have personalities that have stories they mm-hmm. charge in with you you can get you know that's how you're getting your gear that's how you're getting your money that's how you're getting your equipment What's your thoughts on just the basic mm. village to village raiding? Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's interesting purely because you're not getting this checklist pop up in the corner as well when you're going to these like raids. You're not getting. You've oh, really got to look sure around you yourself. Loot these things. Make sure you do mm. this. Yeah. Um, you've got to actually go on and do this. Oh, on top of that as well, while we're talking about looking around yourself, the return of Eagle Vision in uh, what the Norse called it being Odin Sight, which is you know I think that's been in law for probably about a decade now. Back with yeah. like Project Legacy and whatnot. Fucking. I love that Eagle Vision's back again. Um, yeah. And the fact that it looks like the... You know, in all the gameplay I've watched from Ethan, he uses the the Raven, I think, like, once. Um, yeah. It doesn't look like that is as prominent a thing. It looks like you've got to search for things yourself. You don't just flick out your controllable bird and you're just, you know, looking around and tagging everything you can find. Um, so I like, I like that aspect of it and the fact that when you're doing these raids, you've got to look around yourself. And on top of that as well... 
it's not just a simple go in here, do this. Like you've got these. Um, sometimes you might have a locked door, and you and your men have got to like like bash it down together or whatever, and to get in and then take out whoever's you know inside the church or whatever, so you can loot the stuff that's in there. And also on top of that as well, you're getting um, in various places in the world that I'm seeing a lot is these notes you can pick up that tells a story about oh yeah what might have happened yeah, somewhere and it actually pops up on the, the screen. I saw or, that. That's yeah. great. Yeah, and that's really cool. Like, there's one time I watched someone finds, like, a abandoned house, and you can't get in the door because it's locked. So you go around the back, and you can shoot the lock off through the window with your bow. And then you go in, and you find there's someone dead, and you can pick up a letter from them that explains what happened. And it's just little things like that, as well as the loot in there as well, that makes it worthwhile for the loot, but also worthwhile for the experience that you're getting going in there as well. Totally. And, and the and the experience engaging. wasn't there with those locations in Origins or Odyssey because you had to go to like this mm-hmm. other menu to find out what like this really bad menu and read this side screen to figure out what that object was and what it meant and it meant nothing. Something Naughty Dog does so well in the Uncharted and the Last of Us is when you pick up these notes, you you're literally holding them in the character's hand and looking at them, and then you click whether you want to actually spend time reading it. But either way, there's yeah. an experience to it. And I love that as soon as I saw that pop up, I'm like, yes, what a that's ex- it's simple so simple but mm-hmm. adds to the experience and the engagement of that situation you're going in when you're infiltrating a fort or, or yeah, raiding definitely. a town what does it mean like what 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 is mm-hmm. the difference between this location what makes it unique to another location is, is it a copy and paste location or is it something different yeah does it have its own little unique story and whatnot or npcs that interact with you in a specific way or whatever it might be and it looks like they're really trying to do that here which is which is really nice because um, it looks like you get that a few times and everything seems like there's worth to it and value and there's a reason to actually go out and find these things. And you're not going to like, you might not find everything because you might not go a certain way because the map, you know, is pretty big. You might not find certain things. And so when you do find things, it feels a lot more rewarding because it feels like you found it. You didn't just go onto the map, tag a question mark and go there. Um, you actually stumbled across this thing and you discovered this, you know, unique little story. Um, yeah. And I think that works really nicely to make it engaging. Um, so, you know, um, there's that. And, yeah, I just think encounters and things are a lot a lot better and a lot more refined in this game. Yeah, I 100% agreed. The assault gameplay in the demos looked really fun. And even, like, using actual, like, battering rams and stuff, is that's mm-hmm. fucking cool, man. Like, I really thought that was cool. Even just seeing Ethan using it. Like in the systems of like you've got all your men, he's looking around on his on his screen behind him, and you've he's got his men, you know, shooting bows and arrows at the walls, and there's lots of fighting going on, and you're on this battering ram, and like I I really think the assault gameplay is a great feature. Like the idea in Odyssey of having these big battle scale battles is awesome. The fact that they're fucking pointless and had no value at all is why I hated them in Odyssey. But the concept of having big battles, I love that shit. Why not? If you're doing a Viking yeah. fantasy. Like, and you're going to have big battles assaulting actual castles and fortresses in a really, like a a realistic way is exciting and having you be involved in all those features, you know, like Black Flag, when you had fort assaults, you know, you you had your ship, you took down the fort and then you went in on foot, but you didn't get to do much on foot, right? Like you just kind of go in, kill a couple of guards and then a captain um, and your your crew are sort of already there. Like it was a good sort mm-hmm. of early stage of it, but I like the way the fact that this Black Flag team have now, you know, built and developed something different with Vikings. It's way mm-hmm. more engaging and way more um, detailed as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that 
it reminds me a lot of Shadow of War in a sense, where you've got these different stages to the assault. Like you've got first you get there on your ship, and then they use the ship in this instance to like crash through one of the walls, and then from that point you have to go in, you take out some guys, you use the batting ram to take the to take the like the gate down, and then from there you move forward, and then you take the fort. Um, and it's just cool because there's these different stages to it, and uh, you get as well like in I don't know if it was in any of this gameplay necessarily, but there was some gameplay and at least in the leak anyway it looks like it was built up to and it was um the fort was sort of planned beforehand so how much planning you get to do with regards to that uh is up in the air but i think these major assaults are very scripted so each one should be unique i think whereas you know your regular raids are going to be your sort of sandbox viking experience whatever you want to do but these big fort assaults on castles and things look like they're scripted so you're going to have some uh, amount of control in how you set them up. And then when you execute them, it's its own set piece, um, which I think is cool. I think that's cool. Um, and, and it works well. And it gives it the cinematic value and story value as well to like you, you and your crew, I think. Just a weird little detail because I'm watching is Ethan has... Um his torch out right and he's climbing a cliff face and he's and the character doesn't put the torch away he's still i've was still holding the torch but he's now climbing mm-hmm. one-handed and he climbs a bit differently let me go find this i think i know where it is it's at like 32 minutes something 32 minutes. oh the animus screen looks cool with like the stars and shit oh he does climb differently yeah it does look cool i quite like it it's pretty nice. And Darby said they've got fucking confessions back and shit, so that's cool. That's fucking sick. Um, whenever they decide to do that. But, I mean, like I said on Twitter, I think there's a lot we haven't seen. I think this marketing and this part of the marketing and this phase and what they're doing now is showing that Viking fantasy. They're showing yeah. the core gameplay. They're showing the base elements and all of that stuff and introducing your approach to the game. But I think there's a lot more to this um, and what's, that I think we'll enjoy. I want your opinion on something. Like, I love this. I feel like they've nailed the setting. Like, we're talking about the gameplay aspects of it, but when we see, like, you're in buildings, right, and you're talking to these Danes, you're talking to these Saxon people, and all these interactions, it feels like I'm watching an episode of The Last Kingdom. Yeah, I really Which is an amazing show. Shout out to The Last Kingdom, renewed for season five as well. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, it was, that's great. Um, But, like, I'm I'm watching these events where um, Eivor is talking, Eivor, Eivor, I keep fucking forgetting. Um, Eivor, yeah. Eivor is talking to... um, just these different characters and even you see flighting which is a bit weird but and a bit wank but whatever um <laughs> it is what it is dude it's so fucking prominent in these fucking books you read like these old norse books and fucking odin and thor fucking flighting with each other it's fucking retarded um but yeah. anyway um like the the interactions and the face animations are fucking so much better than honestly even just like the when you're not in a cutscene and you're talking it looks better like they're just even yeah. better than Origins, you know when you could, like, kind of control the camera around the interaction? Mm. Like, the way it sort of yeah, moves yeah. up and down a bit more naturally, like someone's holding a camera, I really like, too. Mm-hmm. Like, very yeah, simple it's... stuff. And the fact that you can choose dialogue while you're controlling <coughs> and moving around the camera, too. Like, simple, better interactions with characters. Um, yeah for sure it's uh it's it's definitely better than odyssey uh it's still i think there's still got a lot of polish to go with a lot of this stuff like oh, i'm worried about i'm worried about the polish like i'm worried about the polish uh, the I, the concepts are all there though is what i mean yeah yeah for sure and I, there's a lot of glitches we see and a lot of issues and like the cape physics are fucking dreadful when Avel's wearing like the hood up with the cloak over him sort of thing i haven't seen um, that much of that I does ethan Jorah do any of that put up a video of it and that's where i saw it 
Um, yeah, Ethan doesn't really use the cloak much. But I don't think say. Ethan's done it in this footage he sent us anyway. But it looks shit. Um, the the cape physics when he when he has it on because when you put the when you put the hood up and the cloak on, uh, it just looks really stiff. Um, and obviously that's something they can easily iron out. But it's whether they do or not. Um, and I hope they do. I'd like to see that sort of stuff ironed out. But I'm not too too worried, especially because when you look at the E3 build of Origins compared to the Gamescom build of Origins it was hugely different like origins had a lot of uh, animation issues and especially with like dodging i do actually remember that now that, you me- now that you mentioned it, there was some do- i've had a real issue with the dodging i feel like i remember i was yeah, like it looks fucking a lot of ridiculous issues yeah you're with right origins at e3 um and they did turn around and fix all point, of that James. stuff and every- everyone was pretty happy they're like oh wow they actually fixed a lot it looks way smoother way nicer so um i'm not too worried about the polish to be honest i think that it'll be fine i'll be worried about it if we get to release and it's like this but at this point i'm not too worried because i think they'll figure it out i'm more worried about the actual base concepts themselves which i think is all there really well at least from a viking standpoint um i'm just really hoping that there's some assassin's creed stuff in there well Uh, let's let's get into assassin's stuff then let's get into the stealth mechanics of this that we've seen um, yeah. the social stealth though, like obviously you're talking mm-hmm. about the physics and the animations don't look great but the idea of social stealth we've now seen it what yes. what do you think it's very AC1 and I quite like that um, on dude when you of... when you see the footage of someone walking in hoods cloaked like you're with the monks oh walking into the gates walking I was through like, the city gates oh, oh my god I was like man. that's some AC1 that's shit Assassin's right Creed. there it's, that's yeah, Assassin's Creed um, one second of Assassin's Creed in the last seven years we've yeah, got it was that's great, great. <laughs> it was great that's... and seeing as well on top of that uh, you know like the contextual blending like sitting on a bench with a bunch of people and interacting with them like talking and whatever like having a fucking drink and stuff and then like yeah like standing and like interacting with things like you're someone working in the town just to stay away from guards is really cool and on top of that something else that was talked about is the way some areas are going to be i think they're, they're not they're not restricted areas so you know how in assassin's creed before you'd have like a red area on a map where as soon as you go in you're instantly detected by guards yes um you basically have like these orange areas that when you go in it's way more hostile but if you're wearing the hood and the cloak uh guards aren't going to detect you as aren't going to detect you as quickly so you can slip through these more restricted areas better if you're wearing a cloak and stuff because you're basically way more blended in so they can't tell who you are sort of thing yeah um, which is kind of what the so whole like, point of a hood's for so i've never understood why they're always so known like in all the assassin's creed games in the past yeah it's like, and he's wearing a hoodie must be an assassin it's like maybe we should change this up <laughs> if they kind of know we're assassins yeah and it's uh so like maybe when you go to winchester for the first time or something oh dude imagine walking to winchester like, the king alfred is fucking in control oh of God. and you're a fucking viking that's gonna be so sick I, I just hope i mean i know it's derby but i i really hope that they do king alfred justice especially after the version in the last kingdom like oh my god he's well, one of the it, best fucking well, characters well in the books he sent me what well, he sent me he didn't send me books but he told me to read in the reading list he gave me mm-hmm. there's like some saxon books and stuff about alfred and he's not and he's very praised so i'm i'm interested to see if he took takes that approach to alfred or i don't think he'll take that approach alfred because he talks so much about how so much is written um about the vikings in a negative way and there's this in between bit this blurred area so i feel like he's gonna blur mm-hmm. him the way we want him to be blurred where it's not yeah i think so too especially because when you look at um the first cinematic trailer when we see alfred and he's sending that letter and whatever he seems very 
villainous, but Darby said that he's it's definitely not a It's also a cinematic a trailer. It's also a yeah. cinematic trailer, um, yeah. Yeah, but, the, but what I like is that he's... What we see of him is very much quite this, you know, he's the king, he's in charge, uh, and he believes in sort of his faith and that the the Vikings are bad and they're evil, which is, you know, very Alfred. Um, at least, you know, the Last Kingdom version, which I think is really interesting and nuanced. Um, so hopefully Darby goes down that route, which I think he will, because he said before that, that Alfred's not a villain in this game. Um, he's There's a lot more, there's a lot more to him, and I think that you sort of have to do that to do him justice. Um, so that'll be interesting to see but yeah like when you first enter Winchester I, I imagine that'll be quite a restricted area and you'll have to enter with your cloak and everything and you'll be going yeah. through where there's a lot of crowds to avoid these guards and stuff yeah um, which will be you know very Assassin's Creed and that's yeah. really cool I, I um, think I, I love that you and I've watched just the last kingdom now because it's such a like this game is like the last kingdom game yeah and so in terms of just as a setting so i'm like i'm gonna see these areas now and i've just gotten into the show so much i love the show i'm like holy fuck yeah winchester yeah boy alfred yeah boy like all this shit (laughs) it's funny yeah i just want to go see all these fucking places like and you know meet all these historical figures that i've seen in the show and see like how they handle them in the game and stuff yeah um It'll be fun. It'll be fun to I see. Love, I love Eivor's running animation. I just want to point that out because I was really worried oh, yeah, about the yeah. animations. It's right. Also, yeah. the horse animation in this game is so Great. much fucking better. Way the better. fucking shit rigid animation that was in Origins and Odyssey is gone. And now we've actually got this animation where Eivor's like, you know, got his hands on the reins and stuff. And also, horses have a sprint, like a stamina gauge now. Um, so you can't just like sprint forever. Uh, you've got to worry about that as well. So that's on top of it, um, which is, you know, adding bits of depth here and there um yeah there's 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 lots there's lots going on here um in terms of other assassiny things i don't think there was a great deal but we did get that one assassin in the trailer I, yeah um, the one assassin the one assassin in the assassin's creed trailer um yeah. that was hidden in the background and isn't really pointed out um but he looked cool he's wearing like very levantine looking robes yeah um, yeah sort of thing with the he's got the knife belt like altair and stuff which is you know it's cool to see um got his ring finger cut and everything yep um yeah it's nice i just i'm interested to see how the assassins factor in and you know i i I think darby obviously i think darby is very proud of probably the stuff that he's done and i think he's what i've seen on twitter is a lot of people are going at him like what the fuck there's no fucking assassin what the fuck's wrong with you and his response is to those people are coming across cross quite like confident i don't want to i don't want to say like passive aggressive because that's not darby what i mean is he's just sort of like being like well you don't know anything and don't worry about it like just but also they don't know anything like they've just shown some clips like and some demos and people play the game but they don't know no one knows it's like when he said you guys saw what color and said it's not a rainbow Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's like Darby knows. He's the one that's written the game, and I trust the Darby. He knows this franchise, and he knows his own writing, and I, I trust that what they're showing isn't the whole thing, and I trust that there is a lot more to this with regards to Assassins, Templars, Hidden yeah. Ones, Order of Ancients. Oh, I'm, just, know, the, I'm just seeing the horse animation right now, and I love it. But yeah, also, when you right. select a location, it pops up on screen, in, screen, like as a beam of light, and you can visually see it. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, interesting. But yeah, sorry, sorry about that. We're talking about the hidden ones in Derby and Tasca. I'm uh, just watching shit, interrupting you. Yeah, but he's basically said like 
you know, there's a lot of hidden ones lore in this game uh, and stuff like that. There and I do think there'll be a large part of it. Um, but they're not showing it because, I don't know, people don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really I know why. I guess it's because their marketing team is like, no, Epic Vikings... Um, but also I'd say the assassins are a huge plot point as well and revealing some of the cool stuff they're going to do would sort of take away from it in the game yeah Um, but no epic vikings and bits and pieces that's what they yeah epic vikings and the bits of stones and the bits of stones Mm. and the bits and pieces oh by the way is the bits and pieces a Skyrim meme no well, because I was playing, you know, I said earlier in the podcast, I was going to play Skyrim for an hour. I go to Solitude yeah. and the fucking general store is called Bits and Pieces. And I'm like, what the Wait, fuck? Wait, what? No, yeah, the, no, the, it's yeah, not the that. general store in Solitude is called Bits and Pieces. Come back to Bits and Pieces that's anytime. A, Remember, that's you know, amazing. Yeah, I, I, mean, that. I was like, is that where it's from and I'm dumb? Or is that that's just incredible. like. incredible. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah. No. We'll just go to Solitude and fucking go to Bits and Pieces. That's amazing. I really <laughs> yeah. like that. I do like that. I just want to throw that in there. I just wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, I mean, hidden ones. Hopefully, you're there. Stealth. Yeah. I, 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 you have no idea how much I appreciate the stealth, and you have no idea how mm. much that footage of Ava walking in a cloak into a city or a town, mm-hmm. cloaked and hidden with other people that are cloaked, was like. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like that is just. The most Assassin's, Assassin's Creed thing Creed. I've seen in a salon. Yeah. In a it's salon. It's fucking mad to get to see that. And, like, social stealth is in the game. It's, yeah. like, fucking wow. They've Crazy. actually gone and done a bit of social stealth. Now, all you got to do is make engaging parkour and, you know, ruin business. Um, yeah, we'll see about that. Which is... I, I like, though, that the, the environments are built for parkour more. The parkour system itself is really shit. Uh, in Origins and Odyssey, and obviously it's the same engine here, so it's yeah, you know, and it's whatever. not going to be great here either. You can't. It's just serviceable climbing, but I do like the environments. You know, allow for it more, and the fact they've brought back those the the sea shanty collectibles, but they're tattoos, so like you have those pages that'll float away from you, and you have to run along a free run path or whatever. Uh, oh that's right, cool. Um, I didn't see any of those yet. That was in the thirty minute walkthrough. I think they put out. Uh, um, I, d- I've, I only watched the first ten minutes of that. Oh, okay. It's like the assault stuff, it. and then and then oh, I started watching Ethan. I just started watching Ethan's videos, which is what you should do if you're yeah. interested in Assassin's Creed. Like out of the four yeah. pillars, he's the only one that's played it, and fuck everyone who's not the four pillars. So watch what he's put out, and not <laughs> yeah, anyone exactly. else's, because we don't support other content creators, and that's no. just who we are. Um, no, on. it's a joke, but um, also definitely watch Ethan's channel yeah, for other people's. Do, for sure. Um, um, yeah, there's. I think what else? I feel like there's some more things. Fishy for those who don't know. Jesus Christ! I just I always forget. Like people might not even. Yeah. You know, everyone yeah, should know I mean, who he is, but still. if you know us, I'm sure you know him. But you know, of course. Of course. Um, I mean, we could talk about. I mean, there's the fact that you can switch gender whenever you feel like it. Yeah, I don't well. really want to talk about that until we know why. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't. I mean, like what? We'd just be sitting here speculating. Like what the? F- yeah. Well, all that we Layla's know is that can change shit. It's important. Um, players will figure it out it's a mystery the players will figure it out whatever Um, which is you know whatever but the way they're doing modern day in this game uh, are you gonna like you're gonna pick one of the genders and I assume you're gonna stick to that the whole game and feel weird to literally change my character unless like like, I have to like I mean the way Darby says it I don't really know what he could possibly mean like are there certain things I can't do as a male or certain things I can't do as a female I don't know it's just the way that he phrased it 
Well, I mean, it wasn't him. The clip wasn't him. It was a guy saying what Darby said to him. But, I, I mean, I trust what the guy's saying. Uh, which was basically Darby saying that it will be a mystery at first and players will have to, over the course of the game, figure out why you're able to do that. Um, which makes it sound like there's a much bigger point to it. And it could just be there to allow the context of Layla's whole arc that is sort of non-existent, that she can, like, control the simulation. Uh, simulation yeah. not meaning the animus, but meaning the the world. That's time. what you call it. The code of time. Yeah, time, yeah. 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 Which, which, Like yeah. it was set up in Origins and, and so whatnot. It's, um, and it was set up in Origins and disregarded and changed and completely reverted in Odyssey. Yeah. And well, I mean, it was, it was mentioned in Odyssey. They just sort of went... Like it, they, they didn't do mm, anything though. With yeah, it. they didn't like Alethea take it and run with it. it. They just are like, oh, also that's a thing. We'll just keep there hovering. Yeah, but we won't yeah, add anything so interesting fucking to it. Or, weird. Or Alethea it mentions it in passing when you bring an apple into the um into the ha- fa- into the Atlantis gate thing. And if that's the main focus, how, if that's the main focus, how how is that a way to tell your stories? crossing over he's fucking stupid man this i don't care about the monday at all yeah. at all i don't care <laughs> it's so i'm picking my one a male or female now. it'll almost definitely be male obviously um and then that'll be it and i'm not gonna yeah. fucking change why would i yeah, change no. characters halfway through a fucking um, game that's retarded yeah that's weird that's um, sorry that's special but the way they uh the way modern day works in this game is now i mean so you can leave the animus whenever you want and do whatever's going on in the modern day if you really want to do that um but the way that it works in terms of like modern day content is basically you access these rifts in the world where you'll switch to layla while you're in the world so you don't have to they're trying to make it so that it doesn't rip you out of the experience so like you'll find a rift within England and then you'll be playing suddenly you'll be playing as Layla and there'll be something you have to do as her and then you'll be back as Abor again and that thing will add to the modern day story I don't really know that's sort of the way that Darby explained it um and I just Layla is not compelling and the modern day story is not interesting enough as of now for me to care about any of this um and it's you know it's a shame because Darby you know he obviously does care about what he's writing. Um, but it just sucks that for years and years and years we've had such bullshit modern day that it doesn't matter anymore. Um, and even if Darby gets it right this time and it was really engaging, we know that next game there won't because you don't have one person doing all of it, which is the only way that an overarching story for anything ever works. So, you know, it's one of them things where I'm just so bored of it because it doesn't do anything or go anywhere and they'll never finish a modern day story ever and it's just fucking really really piss poor so yeah. so i'm not worried about it let's just worry about no, the historical setting care. like is no, the only just, thing i really cared about anyway i just want for... me some fucking assassins that's what i want i want me some fucking assassins I... some vikings uh some fucking hidden two thumbs blades. up to assassins yeah give me some fucking assassins we got social right. stealth we got Agreed. vikings Agreed. doing a bit of raiding um we got building stone towers with fucking little mini game thing where you got Avor talking to his fucking parents or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah you odd. know? But yeah, anyway. That's our impressions and deep dive Assassin's into Assassin's Creed, Creed Valhalla, Valhalla gameplay. Very mm-hmm. exciting. 
Very exciting. And um, exciting and that's times. it for episode 127 of the As Always podcast. Thank you for wow. joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you, James, for being here with me today. Thank you. Um, to be silly geese. Be um, yeah. Good it's good stuff. to be back at it. Feels good. It is for um, sure. Uh, and of course, we've got to thank the great people over at patreon.com forward slash as always. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here without them. We thank our producers at the start of the show and at the $5 tier. You get in the credits of the podcast. So it's a much longer, much more uh, aggressive list, I would say, would be the describing word. It'll take me a long time to read because Patreon have fucked up the way they established doing lists. Um, yep. So thank you for that, Patreon. Um, so I'm going to give it a go because I said to James I would be the yeah, one to go give ahead. this a crack. Uh, give so it a try. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but before I even do it, also, if you if you like what you listen to here and you want to hear more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always for just $1 a month. You can get exclusive access to the greatest podcast on the internet. The Clubhouse podcast is on every week. The As Always podcast is on. Plus, exclusive early, exclusive early access, I should say, to the Cinema Room podcast when we released it. We just did a Last of Us Cinema Room. We're going to be doing one on um, Ghost of Tsushima, I'm sure. And even if yeah. I play Final Fantasy VII, we might do a Final Fantasy VII Ooh, one. Who's to, who's to say? Um, plus, we'll do one on Tenet. That comes out in August. Christopher Nolan's movie. Oh, so yeah. th- when new movies, new shows come out, um, we'll season five of um, The Last Kingdom when that comes out probably in like over a year from now. But, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Shows, games, movies, spoil the shit out of them. Early access. Patreon.com for mm-hmm. slash always. Yep. Just $1 a month. $25 you get the start of podcast as a producer and all our videos. Plus, on the credits, $5 a month up. We'll read you on the list that I'm going to read right now. So once again, thank you to King Richard III, Real Cinnamon Hawkins, a.k.a. HBus12, Josh Devlier, Damien Olbrick, Avery Dobbs, Red 13 is livid over the fourth ward, Adam Sunderland, Cat94, Nick the Gamer, Prick, Ballsack47, Casey Wood, Pinkflame313, Loomis Road, Mario5380, Alfie Rosell, Logan Paul, Fuck You, um, Uga... Booga, Chinga Wooga, Tuga Mooga, Luga, Suga, Vuga, Puga, Ruga, Suga, Zuga, Yoga, Duga, Jesper Olsen, Kimasaba Gamma Cream Pies, Billy the Team Tunnel by Captain Robinson, Seth Aminal, Kevin Bond, Sicarius, aka Kieran, Henry, Justin, Team Anna Travis, the reason your arm fucking hurts is because your balls are super full, silly. Oh yeah, right. I think that's a clubhouse meme. Um, son of a bitch, OG Doggo, Ravjai, Gina's doing bits in the coal mine, Joshua Mora, Brian Ford, aka the thickest cookie tiles ever had, Joe the Sexy Boy Smith, S. Jaws, Emil Catball, Kyle, Benedict, Cl- is, is it Clubbers still? Clubbers, yeah, Furious Coco, no watch, Fishy, our good friend, Ethan, one of the four pillars, Ginkgo Swag, Mass the Bass, Max H. Luca, Winona Ryder, aka Lindsay from Destination Wedding, Joe. The sex addicted cocaine snorting fan of Scarab, aka Marquis de Sade, chunky bit of cum, assassin, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next Changing. page. I'm on the next page now. The Creed, Nick Miller, Sab2557, Owen Brain, Walshy, de Sade1989, <laughs> Josh J. Anderson, but I simp conversations, more conversations. <laughs> it's all out of order. This is so out of order. Boogie Boogie. Boggle Boy, Smexy Dog, Gwen Hughes, Evan Brown, Radock, f- uh, fuck me up the ass, you dumb pussy slut, fuck's sake, <laughs> fuck cuck, I'm not moving on from Rocket Man, Victor Eliasson, Bleeding Edge, 274, the Discover 
the discoverer of Usufruct of Marquis 1989, but also Ballsack 47 did not fuck Riley Reed. <laughs> that's true. We know that's a fucking fact, which we'll yeah. find out more about that story, I'm sure, on the next episode of the Clubhouse next week. Patreon.com for such as always exclusive. One dollar a month and up. No I mojo. Alfie Rodbert, Philip Stillwagon, Jack DG1998, my dick, quick, slick, thick, hard as a brick in a chick. By the way, my name is Rick Zeke, aka Colin the Cock, in the upcoming Marquee sequel, written and directed by Ben Higgins. Give me your penis, Marcus, aka Blackburn, Geralt of Riviere, aka Casper Coral, Fickle Wickle. Suck my pickle. <laughs> Pop Lop is not dead. Mag, aka the guy who makes his own Assassin's Christmas. Kyle, Sarah saw a shot silk sash shop full of shot silk sashes as the sunshine shone on the side of the shot silk sash shop. Uh, Lady Listomania, Greenies, Weenie, Hey Man. Wait for it to load. <laughs> Aerith Simp here, aka it's, Jess. It's not Aerith. A... It's fucking Aerith. Aerith, is from it? From Kingdom Hearts. Well, from oh, Final uh, Fantasy, but yeah, Kingdom okay. Hearts, yeah. Aerith, Big Boy, Barnsey, Liam, Andy, Cure. This, I hate having to pause. Bishop <laughs> has charmed Tyler. Fucking hell. <laughs> Senu's soft, slimy, slim, shaggy, sweaty, saucy. So, sa- savory, scrumptiously seasoned, sensitive, sinewy scrotum, the blue cow, <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> is imploring James and Tyler to watch Marquee 1989, as it is without a shadow of a doubt a masterclass in cinema. Creed Landmarks, Harrisy, aka Bad Assassin, Alexander, Ponzu. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Pippin Pad Al Ox Ecopolis the third. Ashton aka the weekend simp, but I don't sim conversations because they suck. Game of Vids. Jake slash Sin slash David Tenich. Star Explorer. Next page. Holy fuck. This is the worst <laughs> thing of my so life. Dumb. This is so fucking retarded. No, no, we're done. It. That's all That's of it. Them. Okay. Yeah, the next page, we're done. Okay. Wonderful. Holy so shit. Stunted. That was um, so fucking retarded. Imagine doing that at the start of the podcast, James. Thank oh God we're doing God. that at the, the end. The fact this is something we have to fucking do every time. This Thanks, Patreon, you fucking, fucking assholes. Fix it. What the fuck have you done? Fix the list, Patreon. This is retarded. This, this is, is so not retarded. something we should have to do. What the fuck? No, How am I going to have to pull these in the fucking description? It's going to take me a year. I don't know, man. Don't know. <sighs> it's a, it's okay. hard. All right, buddy. I, I wrote the title for the podcast for you in our Google Drive. Oh, really? Yeah, I did it for you. I thought I'll do one job for you. I'll do one job for oh, you. Oh, thank you. That won't no. fit. Or will it? Maybe. That might fit. You can figure... Hey, bro. Hey, if you can't figure it out, we've got issues. I do every time. I figure it out every single you time. Let's figure it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right. thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the As Always podcast. We appreciate the shit mm-hmm. out of you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Uh, we might have a guest, hopefully, actually. I'm not sure who it is, but we'll figure something out, I'm sure. Um, and next week for another episode of the greatest podcast in the internet, the Clubhouse mm-hmm. podcast, exclusive to patreon.com forward slash as always. Thank you, James, for listening. Yep. 
and being with me and listen that's retarded that's what I've ever said I'd have you the Astros I'm so fucking sorry I've had like like two beers and I'm like fucking what's wrong with me Um, I really enjoy hey James thanks for listening to me talk <laughs> Thank you for providing uh, me the podcast. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I know Enjoyed you're just sitting it. here to listen. It's yeah, been a I, appreciate, blast. I appreciate you listening. <laughs> um, you fuck. Thanks uh, for having me on, Dynamite. It's been a blast. Oh god, just end this. All right, guys. See you Goodbye. later, boys. Catch you later. Peace. Fuck's Bye. sake. <laughs>